0: The following program is rated TV-MAL. It contains strong language, and is intended only for mature audiences.
1: It's showtime!
0: Ivan, you I mute mean it, you mute it.
2: Ah, Jason, I'm always muted, see? It's how you long- it's how you know you took a long break. <laughs> what is showtime, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, and welcome! Here the Circus Bay Podcast, episode 156, we took a long hiatus, but we needed that break. We you know, we needed that break, we needed to take a wild break and rest, and of course, especially myself, but of course, we're back in action, summertime here in California and summertime in New York, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the host TV's is going to have to see, oh, my compadre, my hermano, my oh, all, the man and only, it's Mr. DeLorean himself, man, I'm glad to see you again.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Mike De Niro, ladies and gentlemen, what is going on there? What up, what up, what up? So glad to be back here on my fucking favorite show, Circle Debate, with my homie, my brother, Ivan. Thank you so much for having me, bro. Oh, that's right. We got to play some, some O.G., right? We got to get some O.G.
2: on it right here. That's right. That's right. We got to play it. Niggas that get tough in the hood Till the wolves come yeah, Bitches let me drink in the club me. Till the wolves come Surrounded oh, by the man. sheep in the street. Till the wolves
0: come Everyone strip on the floor We the wolves done Who can fuck with De Niro? I got a Snyder extender clip So who wanna play hero? Go bad shit like Ozzy I was born in the darkness Oh, you the wolf Till we pull up and you're harmless So pray to the Don daughter, the top shotter The top spot final boss you cross That's when Ready. your mind
2: stops that is right, ladies and gentlemen. That is right. Or it's a godsend, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure. Check it out. Check it out because they're doing fantastic. But, man, oh, the TOM What's going on. My oh, my brother right there, the DOM from TRWT. Oh, man. Yeah, let's go, baby. Thanks so much, Dom. Appreciate you tuning in. Appreciate before you. Before we, be- before we begin the show, do not forget to follow us and subscribe here on, the- on Circle Debate. On our YouTube, you can also see us here on Twitch. And also do not forget, check out, of course, Mr. DeLorean himself, Mike De Niro on iHeartRadio. Right there, make sure. So make sure that you subscribe to iHeart, subscribe to Wrestling DeLorean. There you catch him three times a week, sometimes two times a week, maybe even more. But I mean De Niro will break it down for you. Let the people know how many times they catch you every week on iHeart Radio
0: and the time.
2: Let the people know where they. The show
0: is released first thing in the morning, right? So when you go to work, when you're on your way to work, when you're on your way to school, even, no matter what it is you're heading to, your show is there waiting for you when you wake up. We have shows right now, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, on iHeartRadio and on all audio platforms. But it looks like we're going to have to take that shit back to five days because the audience has been strong, the downloads been strong, and iHeart said, you're not doing enough. To capitalize on this audience, so five days a week is coming very, very soon for the rest of the Delorean podcast. You know, what I mean, I did the five days. I stemmed away from the five days. I think next time I do five days it's going to be permanent. So definitely excited for that.
2: That's right, because not only does the rest of the Delorean, brother C O D, we got a lot of shit. We got a lot of things for you guys. I got the shakes that'll make you quake. I got the fries that'll cross your
1: eyes. Mm-hmm. I got the burgers that'll.
2: Just got burgers. We got burgers, baby. We got burgers. That is absolutely right. Let's get into the action, ladies and gentlemen. I know we took two weeks, well, we got a little bit more two weeks, but we took that top opportunity for us to, of course, to get ourselves back. And I'm glad that we're finally back. I hope you guys just saw that MMA show of last night. It was happening today. The UFC 290. Do not forget the recap will happen next Wednesday. And but yes, we're here to talk. For some WWE, I guess everybody had the opportunity to talk about it. We're not gonna break down everything in detail, every matches. We're just gonna go through it overall because we do have a couple of thoughts that I wanted to bring up on. Of course, the winners of the Money in the Bank, which we'll talk about that. But man, I can tell you one thing that it meant. Money in the Bank was actually incredible. I actually enjoyed it. It was not a bad. It was not a bad PLE. How do you say? Premium Live Event. How do you say? But I really enjoyed it. Scary moment for Logan Paul though with that flip with, with Ricochet. He got lucky. He you know, think, you know, good for him. Thank God he didn't break his neck. None of that. Even though he has scars, you know, scratches in his back. But man, it was a great event. The shocker of all time, which I will save for last for when director joined us about Ronda Rousey. But man, did not expect that from Shayna Baszler turning her back on Ronda Rousey. But we already heard Uncle Seltzer and everybody else giving their their rumors in their windows i'm not gonna say they're facts who knows but we'll save that for last for when the director joins join us and and just uh seeing john cena the return of course wrestlemania possibly maybe happening in london or in australia we saw that and of course we did see the civil war the bloodline going at it with each other and it's crazy how they brought up the roman reigns has not been pinned since 2019 and he got pinned by Jey Uso, which we already saw was coming up. We'll get into Ron Smackton about that, and the return, of course, of three, two, one. That's right, Drew McIntyre making his return. You know, confronting Gunther. Rollins retaining, of course, because of Damian Priest costing the match of Finn Balor. And man, and just a, it was actually not a bad event. But give us your breakdown, De Niro. What were your thoughts of overall? And then like I said we'll get into the winners of the women's and men's money in the bank and you if that was the right decision, but we'll stay for that. But give us your you know recap overall of the money in the bank pay-per-view, PLE, excuse
0: me. I I overall thought it was a really good show. I love when WWE does these international PLEs because the fan base is always crazy. That that crowd was going absolutely fucking ballistic the whole night, and I love it because. You know, we've seen that with the Puerto Rican crowd. We've seen that with even the Saudi crowd. The UK crowd always is one of the most lively crowds because they don't get the live events from these American-based promotions so often, right? So that's why you see All In is doing like 75,000 tickets sold. That's why you see people coming to this show for WWE and having an amazing time because you don't get these American-based companies on a daily basis doing live shows there. So it's special when they go. That crowd was as big a, a part of the show as any of the wrestlers are because they made it such an amazing atmosphere for the whole night. Um, overall, the show was great. Men's Money in the Bank was an awesome matchup. Like you said, scary spot with Logan Paul. Definitely you know, glad that he's okay. Like what they're doing with him and Ricochet. I like that that feud's going to continue because if they have a matchup at SummerSlam, it's going to be insane. I can only imagine the spots that these two could pull out together. Um, but was really happy with the winner. I thought Damian Priest winning it was really good. I think people were sleeping on Damian Priest. But, you know, everyone was like, oh, L.A. Knight." People thought Logan Paul, when he got added in, was going to win it. People wanted, you know, people wanted to see someone else at the top. And I think that the last year or so, we've seen Damian Priest slowly become a main eventer. The matchup he had with Bad Bunny, amazing. The matchup he had with Seth Rollins for the World Championship a couple weeks ago on Raw, amazing. Even if you want to go back to, I think, early well, late last year, Raw main evented. He main evented Raw in Canada against Edge, which was an amazing matchup and really showed that he could hang with a Hall of Famer in the main event of Raw. So I think that it's time to give him that next push. So I thought that was a really good decision for him to become the money in the bank. And then on the female side for the Money in the Bank, I think that EO Shirai or Eo Sky is well due for a big push. And I think that it's going to be awesome if, you know, we see her in Asuka. But really, really cool to see her win the t- uh, Money in the Bank. You know, I know a lot of people were complaining, oh, we don't want to see Becky do it again. We don't want to see Trish. Blah, 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 blah. To have EO win was awesome. I totally agree with that. You know, the world title matchup with Seth Rollins was good. I like I don't want to see the judgment day break up, but I like the you know the dissension there with Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Cool to see um Drew McIntyre back, but I think that really the big story coming out of this was Roman Reigns getting pinned by Jey Uso. That was such an a crazy, crazy atmosphere, an amazing matchup. And for Roman Reigns to take the pinfall for the first time in over three years, it was a huge moment and I thought that it really solidified Main Event Jey Uso as the next guy up. So I really, really am excited for what's to come with that. Absolutely. I love that. And, and shout-out to Brian Cook. What's going on, Brian, man? Appreciate what's you, brother.
2: And let's see what he got to say in the chat. of The UK crowd was fire. The whoa for Rollins would give you the goosebumps. Yeah, I'm with you, Brian. I'm not going to deny that. Yeah. Then Money Bank was awesome. June was heaven for free. Yes, absolutely. Yes. You know, Forbidden Door was awesome. You know, money in the bank. So overall, professional wrestling. We're not gonna see. We're not gonna say. Well, which one was better? Nah, no, nah, no. Nah. We love pro wrestling. It was a big June for us, and it was my birthday too as well. So it was a split. I got, I got at least two great events that I enjoyed. What's going on, j Man, that's right. going on, baby. That's what's going on? What's going on, my brother? My homie. Yeah, but absolutely. you didn't know they're right on point. But yeah, let I want to talk about the, actually the winners of the Money in the Banks, which you know. A lot of people were really under the impression it was going to be Logan because of Vincent Kennedy McMahon, of course, because of all the situation, and especially with uh, within Denver, a right now that is being on hold because of the fact that uh, you know a lot of changes are happening. That's why UFC and everybody else are delaying a lot of things. But we're going to get into when we can talk to Rhonda and the director, about that. But I know you mentioned uh, you made a good battle point about Damian Priest. You know. We saw how he did last year, and he well deserved this. I know a lot of fans wanted LA Knight. If you, you notice how Brian mentioned the crowd was going crazy for LA Knight. He was like up there like Jesus. Like he was a face. And mind you that his merchandise was his third place right now in WWE over, I guess you could say uh, – Stone Cole, and I think it's uh John Cena, I believe so. I'm not sure who's the other top two. But was that Roman, thing. Roman. Oh, Roman, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Roman, Roman. And Steve Austin. Yeah. So, you know, of course, you know, they asked Papa H in the press conference. So what was the decision? Why was not Ellen Knight decided the winner? Of course, it started, you know, in due time, be patient, you know. And I was just happy that it wasn't Logan Paul. Because I was like, no, no. Because if we knew it was going to be Logan Paul, man, we already knew it was Vince's idea. And I am, I hope Endeavor is really paying attention of what the hell Vince is doing. There's certain things that he's probably doing okay. But there's a majority of things that Papa H has done tremendously ever since he took over. We've seen it. How was it? What was it? Uh, the, uh, not the castle. How did he do that on his own? Perfect. He, he's done everything fantastic and all the storylines. Right now, WWE is getting up there once again. And I would to say because of the bloodline storyline, I think overall now we're getting seen talents that we've been dying to see more, you know, to get their TV time and feuds like LA Knight, We finally get to see LA Knight Finally, that's what I'm happy about. But I want to, you know, you mentioned Damien Priest. So, so you stick with that being confirming that within yourself, that that was the right decision for him to win it. Or what did you have LA Knight to win it? So break it down. Give us your thoughts of the winner, of course. You know, you already did, but I want to get more details from you.
0: Break it down, and it's just the right move. I was going for Butch, actually. Now I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I do think that um, LA Knight was the right choice. I mean, not LA Knight. Um, Damian Priest was the right choice because, like I said, we, we've seen LA Knight in other promotions in the main event holding a world title, like Impact Wrestling. We've seen him in NWA, but I feel like if anybody right now is ready to become a world champion right now out of that batch of wrestlers in that matchup, it's Damian Priest. Damian Priest is a guy who was in the main events. Damian Priest is a guy who's been stepping up to the uh, table every single time and knocking it out the fucking ballpark every time he's in the main events of a show or in a big matchup on a show. So I feel like, you know, you got to reward that. The fans are behind LA Knight, and it's organic, which is awesome because you want those wrestlers where they could organically get over. And LA Knight got that. But I don't think LA Knight necessarily needed money in the bank right now to continue to be pushed as a top guy. Right now, I think if you're comparing LA Knight to Damian Priest, just for how they've been booked on the shows as of the last year or so, Damian Priest earned his spot. It it was Edge, if you remember, it was Edge who wanted Damian Priest in Judgment Day to begin with. Because he was going to be sitting under the learning table of Edge. Because Edge saw something in Damian Priest. Damian Priest stepped up to the table. This guy is a main eventer. And I think that if he becomes world champion down the line, I could see him having a really good storyline, a really good title reign, and have good feuds. He's a big guy. He has the size. He could talk. He has a very ominous voice. I love his voice. Always reminded me of Loki. Him and Loki (laughs) are the same. Close your (laughs) eyes and you can't tell them apart. But... Definitely. I think Damian Priest is a perfect fit for Mr. Money in the Bank, especially for what we saw later in the night with Finn Balor going for the world title and Damian Priest showing like, you know, giving a little dissension there. Absolutely. And good. Hey, valid point. I forgot about it. I little kid. He does that. like Yo, close your eyes and hear them both talk and you're like, who the <laughs> fuck is that?
2: <laughs> is that key? <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna go just for that, i am literally gotta go back YouTube with Shuttercraft just to see like, <laughs> and even just see the like, low moments too, like went everywhere. Yeah. Even at MOW, oh my god. Hey, I I didn't even thought about it. I'm like, oh <laughs> shit, he's actually right. <laughs> they do sound like like it isn't valid point, brother. I I it's valid. I don't you know with Damien, you you nailed everything on point. I, the only thing I can add on to that. How many years have they been dying ever since they've been since Del Rio left? To El Patron? They couldn't find no one like a Mysterio. Like I mean, I'm talking about the Latin Latin community. They couldn't find nobody that could really elevate to Mysterio's level of yes. what he's done throughout his career. And this guy could be the guy. You know how you mentioned. He is, you know, the way how he speaks, he speaks bilingual. This guy could do it. And even though it doesn't matter, yeah, he's Puerto Rican. That's not the point. The point is that you need something like a face, like a heel, especially like him, that ha- can relate with a with a lot of community, especially. You know, yeah. they couldn't they, they couldn't do it with the Rio, unfortunately. That they tried it both ways, heel and face, didn't work out. And now this is, could be the opportunity.
0: Even the tried for years too. They it didn't work with Sin Cara, It didn't right. work with Andrade. It didn't yeah. work with you know a bunch of them stuff. So.
2: Oh totally. And I and I'm with you 100 percent there, brother. So you're with that. And let's see what Don gotta say. The, there it is in a row. People worry too much about the now. They don't they don't remember what oh, it's already been booked and don't realize the show gets booked twice a week for 52 weeks. Tranquilo. There you go. Yeah. A, and happy belated birthday, Brian. Oh, I word. On the first, happy hey, birthday. hey, happy little birthday, Brian. Yes, man. Much love to you, brother. But yeah, um definitely like I mean, even Don was saying you're Everything's on point what you're saying. I have not and believe me, I wasn't upset that you know LA Knight didn't win. I'm just this is just the beginning, how you mentioned, for him. For LA Knight, if I vowed him, Vower Papa H push this man to become the the US champion. Make him go well, He doesn't have to be, he doesn't have to be like a heel or I mean or a face. I'm sorry. It doesn't have to be that. He could be controversial. He could just be like, I would say, like the, like, the, like the character Steve Austin, like the beginning of the time if you remember when he heard he was becoming Stone Cold. He wasn't on any any or face or heel side. He was just beating the shit out of anybody. And I could do the same by him just, you know, just attacking heels and faces and be on his own. That's fine. He could do that. And um, I I don't think it's the right time for and for LA Knight to win it. And it was I'm glad they didn't because they would have dropped the ball. And I hate to say this, but if they would have done it to him, he would have been like a Barry Corbin. What happened to him when he won the money? In the bank? That's what have been my fear. And I hope it doesn't happen to either to Damian Priest of that. And I'm not going to wood that that's not happened to Damian Priest on that. I hope everything what you mentioned goes on point for him. I am with you on that 100%. Uh, I'm glad Logan Paul didn't win. I'm, I'm guaranteed the Papa Asia said, nope, you're not winning. Nope. I don't care what Vince says. I don't give a damn. No. So I'm pretty sure. And let's see what Justin got to say on the chat. Sadly, I have a feeling that Chris is going to be one of the small, but less people who haven't been successfully cashed in. The story of Judgment Day, Judd is going to lead them there. I mean, we don't know yet, Jay. man We just have to wait and see. We'll see how and that also, goes. also, something
0: also to add is, if you remember last year, the Money in the Bank winner was, um, was Austin Theory. And Austin Theory proved that you don't have to go for the World Championship. He right. went for Seth Rollins as U.S. champion, and he's still U.S. champion from winning it from Seth Rollins, right? So maybe mm-hmm. we see Damian Priest not go after the world champion, even though I'm sure he will. But what if we see Damian Priest go after Gunther or Damian Priest go after, you know, the U.S. champion, uh, Austin Theory? But I think that that would be another great matchup, uh, Priest versus Gunther. But I Ooh. think that what's being built is Damian Priest and Seth Rollins down the line. So, oh, yeah. Definitely. I, I see I see that. And you know, we'll get into Ron
2: Smackdown briefly, but just on the women's one. I know you mentioned earlier, you know, mentioned earlier about you know, Eoskay, Yoshiba, but it is what it is. But I'm with you on her winning. I was okay with it. And I, she deserves it. I think it was about damn time. This woman paid her dues. You go back to stardom, you go yeah. back to Tokyo. Oh, everything that she's done, she's done it there. She has the credentials. This woman, oh my God, deserves it. I we've been dying to see, we've been dying to see her and Oscar one on one. We've never gotten that, mind you. We it's always tag teams. We've yeah. never gotten a one on one. And I don't know if it was Vince's fear. I don't know. I, I'm assuming it had to be Vince. Knowing you, knowing well, you, Vince. <sighs> we
1: we'll make movies.
2: Damn it. We got to make professional wrestling here, damn it, especially with these two Japanese women that can do fantastic work. So you got to give, give us what I want. Give no. me what I- That's right. You have to give us what we want. And Papa Rich is delivering because we yeah. might see, for sure, Io Sky and Asuka, most likely. We don't know. But I'm happy with the decision. I'm happy for Zoe to start getting her opportunity, at least to be in, a, in, a, in an event like this. Even though, And, man, that, that – that little flip that she took from Vega, well, wow! But I'm happy for her that she's now getting them. I've been a big fan of Zoe, been following her since you know in the Indies days. And shout out to Simbodi that we had him here on the show. He was actually, you know, Zoe was part of his facility and future starts wrestling in Vegas. So, man, I was just really happy. But do you want to see it? That do you like you mentioned earlier? But you confirm yourself. You want Eel Sky. Oscar more than Io Sky going after Rhea Ripley. We've seen Rhea Ripley and Io Sky at NXT back in the days. But what's your
0: preferable choice for Io Sky to go for? 100%. Io Sky versus Oscar. I think that's the big money match, and I wouldn't wait. I wouldn't wait too long. Like I think that that could be a main event for SummerSlam, even though it doesn't look like we're going that way. But SummerSlam for the women's title, Oscar versus Io, that would be insane.
2: Oh man, hell yeah. Definitely, I'm with you, and Brian. The difference between is I don't see LA Knight as a vicious as Steve Austin though. Remember when he shattered Brian? P- ah, yes, I do remember that, Brian. I do, and she will always be you know, should write to me. Just look like an older folks. Ali will always be Ke- Ke- <laughs> that's right, Cassius Clay in the series. Yeah. yeah, man, I'm so happy. Absolutely, so happy for her. I am definitely happy for it. Very brief. We're gonna get into Raw and SmackDown just very quick. We got a lot to cover here. We got a lot of it. But, man, it, of course, we saw, you know, we're seeing McIntyre, Glenn we saw the Money in the Bank. People are really like, what? why is that feud happening? Why is Drew going after that? Well, First of all, if you YouTube Drew Galloway and Walter, especially the back in when it was the WCC, w, I believe, or WC, I forgot what was uh, the European perform, pro, uh, pro wrestling show that they had, but if you go back and just YouTube that, their matches were fantastic. We don't know if they're going to allow it here. they
0: the ICW, and they also wrestled in prestige.
2: There you go. There yeah. you go. There you go. So, I mean, man, I wouldn't mind seeing in here in America to see this. And I know people are going to be, oh, well, it's not going to be the same. We don't know. We don't know if Papa H will fight for that. We don't know if he would or not. And, of course, you know, we're seeing – we saw the whole Ronda and Shayna on Money in the Bank. We saw it on Bra. You know, like I said, we're gonna save that for the director comes in because there's a lot of things we have to talk about for with him, or Ronda Rousey, and of course we saw SmackDown, we saw, of course Edge, right away, Waylon Walker. I mean, trayson Waller, like wow, very, very, very quick. AJ, Killer Cross, Charlotte, of course, the Usos, and we're seeing the Civil War, man. So I mean, you break it down to me, the neuro thoughts of Ron SmackDown, and are are you still invested in this Bloodline Civil War?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm going to work my way backwards, right? So I'll talk about SmackDown first. I wish I was there. It was in Madison Square Garden, my neck of the woods, only like 25 minutes from me. But I thought that that crowd was awesome as well. The New York crowd is always awesome. But I am very invested in the Bloodline Civil War. I think that, you know, they keep on making it fresh. They keep on keeping it. They always throw in something that is such a high-detailed moment. Like, that's what I love about this. They pay attention to the details, right? So there's always something that keeps it fresh, always something that makes it must watch. So yeah, as you're having the big brawl between the Usos and Solo and Roman, you got Solo who picked up the necklace and looked at it. Like, you know, do I want this? Do I want to be the tribal chief? Like, am I about to hand this off to Roman or am I going to take it? Like stuff like that, it shows another layer and it's going to be like, all right, after the Usos go off and do their own thing, we're probably going to see Roman versus Solo, which I love. Um, Action on the night was really good. I, I like the matchup with um, with Edge. You know that was surprised to see Edge wrestle. Thought it was cool to see him versus Grayson Waller, AJ Styles and Karrion Cross was okay. I know Cross is a friend of the show, so I'm not gonna you know talk too much shit. But right now WWE really needs to fucking you know, give Cross a push because I feel like they have him lost in the shuffle, and every time you see him in a feud, he's losing. So mm-hmm. that guy is a million dollar talent, and I don't know why they can't get it right.
2: But I- I'm within that.
0: And then uh, on the women's side, you know, it looks like we're going probably going to be getting Bianca, Charlotte, and Asuka, right? But that's going to be awesome. I think that all three of those women in a three-way would be insane. And then to Raw, you know, you have Drew McIntyre. He, he wants to be the IC title champion. You saw Drew McIntyre got a shot at it at WrestleMania, but it was also a Sheamus in the matchup. I believe Sheamus is the one who got pinned. So Drew McIntyre still, you know, got a claim for that title. And if anybody could take it off of Gunther after this legendary reign, it could be Drew, which is going to be crazy because that matchup is going to be an absolute banger. And I like the whole, you know, dissension in the Judgment Day. But something that I thought was cool was we're continuing the feud of Brock Lesnar and Cody. And I know a lot of people are upset about Brock Lesnar and Cody, but we all knew that they are probably going to have one more matchup going into SummerSlam. And Cody got the upper hand again. So, you know – I called it a couple weeks ago. I'm going to call it here. I want to see Brock and Cody in a Texas Bull Rope match. Oh, yes. See you know what I mean? That would be awesome. But overall, I think WWE is in a good place. Two really good shows coming after a really good PLE. I enjoyed it.
2: Awesome. Awesome. So that is good. I can't wait. I mean, WWE getting there, man. They're, they're really they're picking up the pace, and I'm hoping that population is continuing to do it. I know Vince is there. We know he make some changes. We already heard it rumoring your windows. Remember, we're just giving our opinions. We're not Seltzer. We're not none of those pieces of shit. Brian Alvarez. No. We're just giving our opinions. But other than that, I mean, let's hope that the way how this is going is mainly Papa H, not Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Because we really want him out of the picture. Because everything was Papa H has been doing has been great. He's yeah. giving a lot of the talents opportunity. Get up there. That's what we need to see. But man, definitely. Alright, don't forget ladies and gentlemen next Saturday coming to you of course on fight TV and DAZN for all the international folks Impact Slammiversary happened to July 15th and that is going to be the card right there Let me just remove this so we can see dinner. I can see it So we have Frank Cazarian versus Eddie Edwards Joe Durian versus Kenny King for the digital media championship We have the knockouts world tag team champions, which is the uh, coven uh, which is uh Killer Kelly and and Masha Samovich versus the Colvin, which was his uh Kylie King, and I forgot who's the other girl's name. And yeah, we were behind on up. it, it's been a while for Impact, and of course, the Ultimate X match we have, which is uh John DeGresham, of course, people, Mike Bailey, and of course, uh, what's the name you now? Got, in Impact you, know,
0: you got Angels. Kevin Knight, that's right, you have uh alan Angels. Mm-hmm. It mean, don't match.
2: Yes. And then you have the ex- ex- exhibition championship, which you have Leo Rush versus Chris Taylor, which Leo Rush made his he made his return last week to Impact, helping Nick Aldis. Of course, yep. of course, you have the the Impact World Tag Team Champions on the line. Of course, ABC versus Sammy and Rich Swan and Jesus, I can't even forget the other guy's names, which mm-hmm. is I forgot.
0: Yeah, you got you got Moose and uh Brian Myers in there. There you go. And then the last team you got. I can't even see that. <laughs> I know.
2: That's what I'm trying to see too, because I'm trying to look for a bigger picture, but they didn't give me a damn bigger picture. Jesus Christ.
0: Is that Mark Andrews in there?
2: I believe it is, yes. Um that's you're absolutely right. That is Andrews. Yes.
0: Remember he used to go by Mandrews?
2: Mandrews. Horrible a name, bro. <laughs> Horrible name. And, and then you have the knockouts women's championship on the line. Diana Prazo versus Trinity, which I'm looking forward to seeing that match. And, of course, you do have the Impact World Championship on the line. Alex Shelley defending it against Nick Aldo, the national treasure of professional mm-hmm. wrestling. So, I'm looking forward to seeing that. That should be interesting. That's next Saturday, to not forget, July 15th. And, Shadow out the Scott D'Amore. He just had, like, a little quick mean wrestling match. I saw, like, the highlight of it last week, a couple of days ago. I it is deep in the gear. I know, right? Yeah. But well, man, give us a take, brother. Like, Give me your thoughts of Slammiversary. Are you excited? Are you excited for Trinity and Deanna? I think that's the one I'm really looking forward and seeing Saban and, and Leo Rush again. And but yeah. break it down, brother. Give us your thoughts of, of uh, Slammiversary.
0: Nah, the show looks stacked. And, you know, it, Slammiversary is one of their big shows of the year. It's one of their 10-pole uh, shows. So I think that it's going to be awesome. Um, It's crazy. 21 years of Impact Wrestling. 21 years and this card is big. You got someone who's been there, you know, you got a couple guys who's been there since the early, early days, the early TNA days, like Sabin, Shelley, Kazarian, uh, who else? You have a lot of guys who, you know, grew with this company. So it's really cool to see them not only in matches, but in big matches, really cool to see the ultimate X because that's a matchup that TNA originated and they bring back for these big events so really, really awesome. I think that the matchup I'm looking forward to the most is probably the world title match between Alex Shelley and Nick Aldis. I have a suspicion that Nick Aldis is probably going to win, but you know I think it'll be a nice surprise if Alex Shelley continues as the Impact Wrestling World Champion. And yeah, I've always been a fan of the Ultimate X match. That's one of my favorite match concepts of all time. So I'm really looking forward to the Ultimate X. I think that it's time we see, you know, Some of these guys start to break out, though. Like, I would like to see if Mike Bailey starts to break out of the X Division, starts going to the heavyweight division and start, you know, getting a run with other talents. Because we've seen guys like Jonathan Gresham and Mike Bailey for the last two years hanging around the X Division. I would like to see them mix it up with guys like Nick Aldis and guys like, you know, Eddie Edwards. And just to give them that fresh push. And as for the Knockouts World Championship, I think that that's a matchup that's, you know, the big money matchup. Wouldn't be surprised if that main event's the show. You know? Oh, you
1: man. One of the be best awesome. women's
0: wrestlers. Yeah, you got one of the best women's wrestlers right now in Diana Perrazzo, and you have one of the biggest free agent signings in Impact Wrestling for the last, like, maybe year or so when they got mm. Trinity. So that's a huge money matchup. I would probably put that last. I would give that the main event spot.
2: Oh, Yeah. I would too, to be honest, I, because I think Trinity deserves to be in that main event. What is the last time we saw her main event? Actually, a pay per view. I don't think ever. Never did. Yeah, I never did. And we've seen her SmackDown, you know, her main event. We've seen that, but we've never seen her main event on actual pay per view. Her and Diana, I feel like, is going to be the night of the night of the you know, of the show, night of the night, you know, fight of the night. I think that's going to be a great match. I, I I don't I, – I just can't – like I said, all due respect to, you know, Motor City Machine Guns, I just didn't expect them to win that belt like that immediately, did not expect either to Macklin to drop the belt that quickly. Uh, I understand, I guess, why they're doing it. Maybe this could be their way out from Impact. Maybe they're retiring. We don't, we don't know what is – what's going to happen with their career here. Uh, but it's good to see Leo Rush now back on it um happy to see him back and um and i'm looking forward to see how this is going to happen and um but hey, other than that i'm just excited i'm stoked and um uh, speaking of stoked i am stoked because this man is here oh ah! man he is so ah! early holy what shit up, bro Oh, hey, el, director, el director, el director. What's up, bitches? Mi
1: hermanos?
2: Si, sigue tirando. Sorry, I
1: got to do this. Hold on. No, no, you're good. I'm sending you something else. I don't know how to put it in the OBS. Oh, OK. <laughs> so he got updated.
2: updated. He, got, he got updated now. So, so he bad. got updated. Uh, yeah, but I don't know how to drop a GIF
1: in the FD in the. I said it in the in the chat. I couldn't put it in the OBS. I couldn't figure oh, it
2: out. Oh, it's fine. Shout out to Faction Cats. What's going on, my brother? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. And then Brian was a damn good wedding. Oh, you have a wedding that day, too, Brian? Yeah, you got to watch it later. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. Yeah, so, it's the anniversary. I'm looking excited, it's excited, Oh, there's the god of rock and roll. <laughs> there you go, you're the god of rock and, and I'm of, you.
1: Fucking the god of waking up on a Saturday at 11am America time. America! Fuck, Fuck yeah! yeah. <laughs> what up, yeah, good to be back dude, stoked to talk about Dynamite, it was a good episode in my opinion, I, I, it was absolutely. fully
2: entertained. But so before we do get into Dynamite, we saved one for you because we want to get your thoughts. Right. A Lot of rock right here. We have to, we got to talk about this, and that is, of course, Ronda Rousey. Right. Just to break break it down, the fact is that what's going on is basically. Oh, I'm is, aware. I'm very so aware. Aware. So I'm aware. So you're aware. Yeah. So now the no, biggest question for you, director, is do we see her going back to UFC because they know why? Mention no. a lot of shit. No. So what do you see? I mean, maybe. Mean, maybe. I mean, I mean, is the only.
1: Only, I mean, come on. So her only two losses, let's go. I'm ready. Her only two losses in MMA were obviously to, you know, Rousey and Holly Holm. Uh, I mean, sorry, Nunes and Holly Holm. And her record is great. And you can't judge her. You can't say like, oh, but she was fighting, you know, women who weren't. No, those were great fighters she was fighting at the time. You know, it's not her fault that if you think her lesser competition are the reason for her wins, she was fighting the top of the top at the time. Mm-hmm. And then the evolution came. Nunez was the future. We saw what happened. Uh, Nunez is now retired. So that belt is now vacated. Two belts are vacated, but Rhonda's not going up to 145. Holly's kind of in the winter of her career. We'll see. You know, she's kind of always going to be top five, but never top two, I think, in my opinion. Um, so does Rhonda come back to UFC? I don't know. Is this what she's planning to do? I, I don't know. Does she have a successful career in the UFC? She does come back. I would like to think so, but um, I'd have to look at the, the rankings. I mean, she'd obviously come in at the top of the, the fucking division for sure. She would definitely get a large paper. She was a record, you know, record holding pay per view draw, so they would definitely book her as a main event. Um, but does she get a title shot right away? Uh, it depends. I, I think so. Um, and then the second half of that is her leaving WWE. Her second run hasn't been as spectacular as her rookie year, which is the best in the history of the game ever. Um, But now she is giving the rub to Shayna. Does Shayna deserve it? Yeah, sure. Of course. Shayna's, I think, not a bad wrestler. I think she's almost worse on the mic than Rhonda. And I don't know if the people are going to – I mean, I know they're chanting, thank you, Shayna, to Shayna. But is that because they love Shayna or hate Rhonda? So can you build a character off of this? Can you build the next superstar off of this? I, I, maybe, but I don't know if it's Shayna.
2: Good point. Or
1: they're going to try.
2: That's a good point. See, this is why we got to say – that's why I say this best for, best for last because I wanted to get your take on it.
1: Dude, I rant when I wake up. I am so sorry. It's okay. But De Niro,
0: do you agree with the director or do you have different thoughts? Um, not yeah, I totally agree. I think that um, I think that it's, it's really good to see Shayna get pushed on Ronda's way out and I just hope, like, my one hope is if they do have a matchup, if they're going to have a matchup before Ronda leaves, put them in the fight pit. Put them in the fight pit, have them kill each other, and then Ronda could go off. She could go back to UFC. Shayna Baszler becomes a much bigger star. That's what I would like to see.
1: They got to bring back the uh... – The Lions then? Lions Den with Owen Hart and Ken Shamrock. That was, <laughs> that was That was that should have stayed around. I don't like the, oh, yeah. I, I don't like the fight pit. I don't like that they put that. What, what what was the Shane McMahon bullshit that they put? They had and then they. Oh. They, they, it
2: they had an NXT. It's on NXT
1: now, right? Yeah. No, no, that should have been that should have been dead with fucking uh retribution stuff. <laughs> so. But definitely bring okay. back to Lions Den. Lions Den was was awesome. I love that match because at the time I was a UFC fan back then in ninety-eight when that happened. So yeah, that was fucking spectacular
2: to see. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, that's by the point, man. I can't add this. I can't add anything. But that really made me make me think though, director. Really. Yeah, man. That's why I had to save Ronda for you because I'm like, okay, I want to. Right. Get right
1: yeah, way. no, I'm, I'm I'm unabashedly a Ronda fan. I don't care. I understand that her losses sucked and that you know she got exposed for some holes that we all kind of knew she had, and she dealt with them the way she had to deal with them. You know, mm-hmm. if I was embarrassed in front of the world like that, I wouldn't even say embarrassed because she got in there and did the damn thing. But like you know, her reactions to those losses were people didn't approve of them, but it's not up to us to judge how she deals
2: with getting head kicked in front of billions of people. Yeah, that's very, very true. Good calling to that, my brother. But well, you know what time it is, ladies and gentlemen? Is that time? It is time. It's time! It's time! It's beta time! Yeah, yeah. Dynamite! Yeah! Dynamite! What the hell is going on with this program? Jesus Christ. Look at What'd you do? Nothing. <laughs> Program is there. Dino might that happened um, 72 hours ago. Yeah, because we're not 96 hours because we're not. Yeah,
1: yeah, right yeah. Now. We're we're, yeah.
2: Still we're, we're still pretty fresh. We're still pretty fresh. As you can tell, we're early, we're early birds, some of us, not all of us.
0: Yeah, I just know that. It it's <laughs> one o'clock here, so I'm chilling.
2: <laughs> I looked at it. was like, oh, it's one o'clock over here. I, I'm oh, like, 2 okay. O'clock Two o'clock. He's okay. But man, Dino might just happened this past Wednesday, of course. Uh, a lot of things that – it was actually a great dynamite. I wouldn't say it was the best or anything, but I would say it was so – what stories are developing, heading mm-hmm. into Blood and Guts, and then, of course, we still got All In coming up, but that's a far away from now. That's way long from now. But yeah, it's actually next month. Is it – oh, yeah, that's right, August. That's it's right, it's August a week before August. All Out. That's so right. August, yeah. Mm, absolutely. There you go. Thank you. See, that's just how you know I'm behind. But, man – we got the tag team eliminator matchup that, of course, this tag team's. Uh, I'll get into the tag team thing. I just want to get everybody's thoughts about the opening matchup. It's, it's always Orange Orange opening the show. And I actually like it. And he does a great job. But Darby Allen, Orange Cassidy versus Swerve Strickland and Keith And I, I i mean, don't get me wrong, I do miss him as a tag team. But it, we never got the one on one feud at all, which is a breakup. We did not. That's where I'm like, Tony Khan, what the hell are you doing? Because you are not allowing these guys to do their feuds. That's fucking
0: that's bullshit. Fucking bullshit.
2: <laughs> Tony Khan, you're not doing it. You got to do it, damn it. You got to let these guys have their feuds, not teaming them up. And then have, what the fuck is that? But, but either way, but it was a good matchup. I enjoyed the tag team matchup. Uh, good spots that, you know, Lee he just, Keith Lee does look like he could be a heel for me in this, honestly. His yeah. character, this matchup, this type of he can fit as a heel. I'm going to get on. I love you a heel, a face uh Lee, but that Wizard shit, I'm glad that shit's gone. That's what I'm happy. <laughs> I still wanted to say that. <laughs> just get out of the way. But I am happy that it's gone. But, man, this is a great matchup. I enjoyed it. It was, it was great. Uh, of course, the winner, of course, you have Orange Cassidy and Darby Allen. Barbie getting the pin on Swerve. Of course, Swerve. Always miss hitting Keith Lee throughout the match, but I, I enjoyed it. It was actually not a bad, it was a great opening, very much enjoyable. And this Eliminator tag match, I, I am, I'll ask you guys two questions. This is, of course, is the opening, and now you guys are invested on this, you know, mystery Eliminator tag team tournament, tag team partners. So start it off with you, De Niro. We break it down, and what are your thoughts of this? Eliminator Mystery tag Tournament.
0: Give me one second. I need to get ready. Uh-oh. This hat. This is the hat that I need.
2: For-
0: <laughs> so- we got to get
1: Chris a hat. <laughs> I, I, your mean, days, yeah. I mean, maybe a t-shirt, bro. I am not a hat guy. <laughs> <I> me <mean>, neither.
0: <laughs> the matchup was fun. I like that Keith Lee had more attitude in this matchup. Like you said, he ditched the cape. He ditched the, the weird gray hair that came out of nowhere. So, yeah, it, was, uh, it came out of the day after his wedding. We know that, yeah, right. <laughs> so, I'm glad that we were starting to see the old limitless Keith Lee. Um, like you said, kind of weird that we didn't get a feud yet between Swerve and uh Keith after the breakup. But this was a really good matchup. I like the promo beforehand too with Darby Allen trying to you know bring out that inner monster in Keith Lee and tell him to like step it up. But, good matchup. I liked it and it was a good opener. Uh, as for the second question, I'm only invested in this whole tournament just because of what we saw later on in the night with MJF and Adam Cole. I think that they're going to be, you know, very entertaining. The fact that they're forced to team up, they were feuding, then they're forced to team up, and now, you know, it looks like there's signs that they might actually become like friends. I think that they could have that same energy that we've seen with Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho back in uh, what 2015, 16, whenever they were doing. You know what? You just made the list. <laughs> <laughs> I've been around here before, but anyway, so yeah, you know, I think that because of them, I think that the whole tournament could be entertaining. But I don't really like the whole idea of just throwing two random guys together, and supposedly it's a random draw. Yet you see former uh, partners coming together, and you see guys who are feuding with each other coming together. But nonetheless, we'll talk about the MJF and Adam Cole stuff when we get to it. But that's the only reason why I'm invested in this tournament. Mm. I like that. Director!
1: Yeah. Um, I, this match confused me, I guess. I don't know, because like, in the beginning, like, Darby was talking to Keith Lee, and he was like giving him a pep talk. So then uh, the whole match, I'm trying to figure out who the fuck the teams are. <laughs> I, just, I, guess, I don't know what happened. I was just like, wait, is it Darby? Is it three-on-one? Is it three-on-two? Who's team two? And then I just kind of accepted the key. It was like some weird – I thought at some point it was like some weird round-robin thing where like – what is it? Um, remember that – you know, okay, this is kind of old old school. And DeLorean, no offense to Ivan, you might remember this. Do you know the outlaw rule?
2: That sounds familiar.
1: I think I know exactly what you're talking about. But breaking – down. Okay, so there, was, there, was ma- there was a match like tw- obviously 20 fucking five years ago. Uh, it was four tag teams, and anybody could tag anybody – and New, yeah. Age Outlaws, New Age Outlaws were involved in this match. And yeah. so when someone tagged Billy in against Road Dog, Billy just laid down and they got the pin. And then the match was over. And, you know, your own teammate could pin you. Yeah. So there was a rule called the Outlaw Rule where that could not happen. I thought this was like one of those situations where it was like anybody could tag anybody. I just – it was – for me was not clear that the lines were drawn down the middle. And now it makes sense in retrospect. I didn't even know that Swerve and – we were tagging each other this whole match i just was like oh okay now you're telling me that i'm like oh i guess that makes sense uh so that's my bad but for i guess not paying attention or them not drawing those lines clear enough for me they haven't
0: really fully explained why this tournament's even happening or that is actually happening so is
1: it for like i know that there's the thing with the the draw and you tag with somebody i kind of i understand that that's happening i didn't know this was part of that i guess um Mm -hmm. I thought this might have been like uh, two sets of tag teams tag each other out and then the winners face each other to face Orange Cassidy. I thought it was some, some crazy shit like that. Um, that being beside the point, the match itself was very entertaining. I had a lot of fun watching this pun intended. There are limitless possibilities with Keith Lee and anybody who weighs less to him, which is everybody in the roster. <laughs> uh, the spot where Keith Lee had, Orange Cassidy on his shoulders and walked up the ramp and the ramp was on top of Darby Allen. What the fuck? That was wild. You can't fake that at all. Um no. yeah, good match. Jojo, what's up? Good to see you. Yeah, good match, good opener. Orange Cassidy is obviously the king of the first hour, and I love that. Um is the winner like is this a tournament? So yeah, the winning team the winners and the winners get the tag champs, and I'm not yep. even sure who the tag champs are right now. Is it the acclaimed or FTR? FTR. FTR. Yeah. Okay, and they're only defending on collision. That, or, no, yeah. no, <laughs> okay. so, that's AEW's bad, you know. I pay attention. I'm a fanboy. I get lost. It's, I'm a little. So it's too loose ended right now. A lot of threads, you know. Yeah. Um, but besides that, entertaining match. Absolutely. None of these guys ever put on a bad match. I love Swerve. Swerve's the next Atlantic champion. Make it happen. Let's go. Man, yeah, I'm with you too.
2: Uh, I like I said. I'm just not uh, this 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 tag. In tournament it's it's I get it, it's entertainment in a way because you're just teaming up with Brian partners. Hey, you know, like how hard you?
1: at the core it's entertaining, but do I care? Like I'm not excited to see who gets to the finals and I don't think they're winning. Unless it is MJF and Adam Cole. And that would be wild, but that's part of a storyline I'll talk about when we get to that segment. Oh yeah,
2: definitely. But the one I want to give a shout out to is on this next segment. this one next segment because I have to give a shout out to him because he's uh, of course from the West Coast. and of course you know he's making his debut uh, next week on Dynamite and that is of course Nick Wayne, who mm-hmm. we did saw PCW Ultra a while back like, a while back I saw him. and now he's you know we've seen his day, de- you know, he's making his debut next week. We saw the little video clip that that which was a emotional one, of course, you know because Darby came from Defy up here in Portland, Oregon and the West Coast. So Mm, so,
1: anyway,
2: that's right, and then Buddy Wayne, rest in peace, because he just recently passed away. But
1: was that was that recently, or was this a while ago? And then this has been in the works. Yeah, no,
2: it's just I guess just has been in the
0: works. Nick Wayne's been signed to AEW since he was sixteen years old,
2: a year or two, right? Yeah, Yeah. they they just
0: been waiting until he. I think the one contingency in his contract was he had to finish high school first. Yeah, man. when when I was in high school, I just would have fucking killed for an opportunity to be signed by AEW while you're in high school.
1: Like, damn. I'm not a good example. I was ditching school. I was pro wrestling. I was, yeah. Like I'm, I just, as soon as I decided I could, as soon as I figured out I could do whatever I wanted to, I was, I was not a good student. (laughs) (laughs) Short story long. I would ditch school, stay home and play no mercy all day long.
2: But. You know, other than that, I'm happy for Nick Wayne to make his debut. Shout out to him. I'm excited now that he graduated. Now he's official because he couldn't go because, of course, under the state law, because he has to have a certain age for him to pat to in order for him to, you know, be on television, professional wrestling. So now he graduated. Now he's there. So now he makes debut against Swerve next week. And mind you, ladies and gentlemen, oh, I keep have... on my eyes,
1: man. I just woke up. So that's all it's on. okay.
2: It's okay. But mind you, that the, you know, Swerve and Nick Wayne have fought each other before. Go mm-hmm. to the fight and I you can like watch it. it. Yeah. And right, man, I like it very well, so I went on to go find that match. Oh, yeah. It's on fight. You can find that, and you can actually find it on YouTube as well. These two men really fucking killed it. And the crowd went insane. To see and for Swerve to open, you know, to give him like, hey, welcome to AW, welcome to television on Dynamite. And you're facing Swerve, Strickland, that's gonna be a fucking hell of a match. And I'm excited for Nick Wayne. Congratulations, Nick, once again for being with AEW. making your debut next week, and I'm excited. I'm really, really excited for this kid, and he's going to do a fantastic job. I'm looking forward. De Niro, are you excited for Nick Wayne, and what are you looking forward for his future in AEW? I'm
0: really excited for Nick Wayne. I I see Nick Wayne live when when GCW ran the Hammerstein Ballroom, I think last year for – I forgot what the show was called, but Nick Wayne was in the opening matchup. It was a ladder match. He killed it. Nick Wayne's been killing it for a while on the Indies. Nick Wayne was one of the highlights in the Ric Flair's last match event when he went against uh, Takeshita. That was another really good matchup that he had. So he's been killing it on the Indies. That's the only thing that's been, you know, the long wait was his age, and the contract said that he had to finish high school. So now to have him on a national platform like AEW, I think that he's going to do really well. He's got a lot of talent, and for a kid who's 18 years old to have as much talent as he has, I think that sky's the limit. Oh,
2: yeah, definitely, definitely. Director, give us your thoughts on Nick Wayne. I mean, I'm excited to see new talent. Uh,
1: There's some, I don't want to say hype behind him. There's a lot of praise behind him. Smart having him fight against a guy who he has in-ring experience against. They know each other well, so he's going to have a lot of familiarity fighting Swerve. Um, I think Swerve's going to win this, but I don't think it's going to be a loss. For Nick Wayne, you know, uh, a loss in the ring is a it could be a crowd win. And I think that's exactly what they're going to do.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, they're definitely going to do that. And like like I said, for his career, for Nick Wayne's career there, I would now that, you know, they got rid of what they got rid of dark and elevation. They got rid of both. Right. So so this could be an opportunity for them to see maybe they could push him. Let's say in collision because by the way the collision looks, it looks like they're really pushing, uh, I guess, the upcoming stars. Or maybe they could put him in Ring of Honor. Maybe they could put him there to try him out. Who knows? Uh, there's a lot of things that they could do. Um, but I do I see him – biggest question, do you see him, like, uh, associate himself with uh, Darby Allen to become, like, let's say, like a team? Like, instead of – instead of, let's say, Orange oh, yeah. and – Right, I mean, could we I mean, that, that? that's a that's a very realistic thing to do.
1: Is yeah,
0: he's playing more of like a mental role for him, like Sting does to him. Like, have like those generations.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah,
1: is he going to yeah. put the face paint on and look like? Uh, uh, I like Toodles, guy. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, Dan, Jonathan, Jonathan, I love yeah. that video. Go look it up for the kids at home. Like
2: oh, okay, there you go. That's yeah, because I'm like. What just talking about? But not okay. Yeah, that's for sure.
1: I like that, little, that's it's, all Darby, I yeah, I like little,
2: just like Darby <laughs> Allen. That's
1: Darby Allen. I mean, I, I don't think anyone denies that. <laughs> just for that, I need to get that video just to have it. Poor Darby. He's to fucking hate Dude, It's me so good. <laughs> it's, like, I'll watch it every day of my life. It's Do
0: you so remember fun. when the gun club brought that up to Darby when they were feuding with Darby and Sting? Yeah.
1: Definitely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but I'm stoked for Nick Wayne and I'm
2: excited for him. And Let's see what happens, man. I hope everybody gets invested. If you don't, if you don't know who Nick Wayne is, Google him. You can YouTube it. We, uh, you know, just look up for his matches, especially in Dubai, The man, this kid has done fantastic. He's paid his dues, and I think it's about time. And I'm looking forward to what he could bring on national television now. So that's what I'm excited for. Speaking of assignment, I was excited for these guys that, that what the fuck they were doing in AEW. Just yeah, yeah. It caught me off guard and I did not type it right. See, this is what happens, you know. Jesus Christ, so let me just go ahead and type it again because uh, it, it, this is what happens. We take a break off, ladies and gentlemen. When you take a break off, this is what happens, but oh, man, right. but yes, uh, get claimed daddy ass versus blade the blade and Bollywood boys. Good to see Bollywood boys back. It was all it was awesome to see them. And obviously oh, fantastic to see. I got to see him the first couple months. I, Y'all know EW, they hype up a signing, and then it's gone after two or three months. <laughs> Let's hope not for him. Give me an example of this. Someone someone, give me an example of this. Faction, give give director an example of who. Uh, who you know, they hype
1: up. Up, we'll we go back to that real quick. They hype up a signing, and then said signing is gone after two to three months. Gone out of the company or buried? Or I would, say buried. I would, I would say buried. So, yeah, I would love to know who they've done this to off the top of my head, because, like, maybe Big Bill, but they didn't really hype him up, and he kind of showed up anyways. And, you know.
0: I think the I biggest one probably anybody, Sorry, Sagan? The biggest one has to be Miro. Miro was hyped coming in, I mean, a big signing, and then he just disappeared because. Well, he got injured. You know, no, but for, like, the last, like, four or five months, he wasn't injured. He was cleared, and they just had nothing for him.
1: I guess maybe Alistair Black, too, but also yeah. that's, like, that's a, you know, he has a well-being issues that I can't, you know, judge. Maybe Miro, you know, I get that. And I, I, I don't like, the, I mean, maybe Miro, that might be it.
0: I'll,
2: I'll <laughs>
1: be. Like, due to oh, non oh, injury. TV.
2: Yeah,
1: so maybe Miro, like DeLorean said, um, but that's one guy ever. So, <laughs> no worries. <laughs> Oakley Hathaway is still around. Is, is this who you think has been a huge signing and then got put away?
0: Well, Stokely is now playing a major role in Ring of Honor. Yeah, so he just Stokely's, got moved yeah. yeah
1: Stokely's fucking Oh, that's on. right. He's way bigger he's a, than he was in NXT or whatever he was doing.
2: He's a GM now, right? That's where he is now? Yeah, he's yeah. a GM. Oh, that's right. You're absolutely right. I don't
1: think the Jay Lethal thing counts, even though it does in its own way. But that wasn't like a huge – they didn't hype up the signing. They just debuted him before Raw got to him. Yeah. You know. Yeah,
2: but you know – Well, at least Chalito has Jeff Jarrett. So that's a Sorry, Jay White. Jay White. I oh, Jay, Jay white. white. Jay White. Jay White. Okay. Jay White is the white guy. I gotta remember that. See, look, he even you just mentioned right now, like he just. Okay, Miro,
1: Lethal, Malachi. So, okay, Malachi is, is, is maybe Lethal. They didn't really like hype him, but then he's still around, and they made him like a tag champ at some point, didn't they, or some shit? The Keith yeah, Lee right. thing, maybe. Yeah. Keith Lee was also injured, right? He still had that weird corona thing going on with his heart um lance archer was no lance archer was around for a long fucking time uh and then he went to japan big bill wasn't really hyped before he so showed up and he's still around cesaro is definitely literally ring of honor world champion so i don't know what that means sorry clark's freaking you have to agree swerve is huge right now juice robinson is blowing up right now with uh with the gun club none of these you're actually telling me successful higher <laughs> <was> training <laughs> These are the opposites of your These points. This right? a like, debate,
2: damn it. Debate with the <laughs> <group>. <laughs> like, a
1: Like, Swerve of Juice are on TV. I don't want to sit me. back with
0: popcorn and watch this.
1: I know.
2: Yeah. That's what I'm looking at. You you guys
1: keep the names going. Time. Chris, keep going. These guys got hyped up and they were off TV for a couple months. But they're back and they're, you know, they're top of the divisions and on TV. I don't even remember them being gone for too long. Juice, I don't know. Maybe he had a long honeymoon. God knows,
0: you know. This <laughs> has been it's in the answered. main event of the last like what three collisions? Like
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Juice is like forbidden, dooring it up. Swerve is we're literally just talking about him right now. They got hyped up. I don't, I don't know if they were hyped though. Like it wasn't like Juice Robinson's coming to AEW. Oh my god, the future of the division is going to
0: change. That's to me what would it be a hype? Like, you know, what's funny about this whole thing is when I saw the uh, video for Nick Wayne, I was like, wow, this is something that AEW doesn't usually do. So that's like the first time I saw someone as getting hyped up as a new signee before they came to the promotion. Usually it's a surprise, right?
1: Yeah. He doesn't do a whole lot of like, like Jericho, like coming soon. Yeah,
0: exactly. So they don't do that a lot. I guess everyone has a lot of examples of something that I never noticed, but yeah, I do know that AW has a problem with signing guys and then not having them on TV for a while. Like we've seen that with Andrade. We've seen that with, Malachi, the whole House of Black. We've seen it with Miro, but like never has AEW really like hyped these guys up before they were on TV. They were just brought on as like surprises, you know? So this is like the first time where they give you like a vignette or really hype somebody up before you see them on TV. And by the question that was brought up by
1: Faction, they were not hyped before they were signed. That is why none of these guys qualify for me. And they didn't really disappear right A lot of them didn't disappear right away. Yeah. yeah. I mean, none of these got vignettes. None of these got, like, coming soons. And none of them were really written off TV right away. Lance Archer was, like, almost a pillar as far as, like, the first year of AEW. You know, like, him and Jacob Snape were fucking top of the show for a long time. So, yeah, the everybody dies gimmick was amazing mm-hmm. for probably a full 18 months.
2: Uh, this is, uh, that's for you, Chris. Uh, hey, he's, he's- My definition of
1: hype is hype. Building somebody up before they debut, giving them a timeline before they debut to build that character, and then dropping the ball when that character debuts. That is a Vince thing, for sure. 100%. If you're talking about Killer Cross, Retribution, uh, the return of Emelina, you know shit like that, for sure. But just debuting out of nowhere or putting up a poster on Instagram that says, Jay White is all elite the day he shows up. To me, that's not hyping them up before they debut.
2: Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> it were, I guess Tony con. Has... <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Wait a minute. This is a debate center right here. Jesus. Man. Damn.
0: It's yo, right? Chris is going. He- Chris <laughs> is turning <laughs> on our fans. What no, a, no, no. fans have turned on Chris god uh, damn I, I
1: don't remember there being vignettes before debut there never was and that was
0: our biggest complaint about AEW they don't hype people up they yeah. don't hype anything they, I, they I complained about that. I've
1: yeah. complained about that a ton is that they don't build up a character before they debut the Jay White thing like I said he showed up out of nowhere Cesaro I think you know the rumor mill knew he was coming but he wasn't built up with vignettes and I said almost a pillar I would have said maybe a pillar. I s didn't say he was, but he was definitely top of the hour of the second hour for a year for sure. I didn't say he was a pillar. The pandemic era. I said almost.
0: Start in the start of the pandemic era, Lance really looked like he was gonna be a future world champion. In-
1: yeah, he was he was doing the Drew McIntyre thing for the for the whatever the fuck that empty dome was
2: called. Uh, geez, I know what time, about. Yeah, see, I mean, I'm even forgetting this. it's been that long, but I get it. But
1: man, I mean, Rex was in the heavyweight title picture for a long time, for damn sure, for sure. Right.
2: But man, good to see Bollywood boys in the playoffs. Right. Right. I know we kind of we derailed it, but I was really very free for me. I, I was just happy to see Bollywood boys. That, the claims still got it, man. Everything what they were saying, they still fucking got it, fam. Isn't he a,
1: like a? Isn't he like an IDWGP like champion or something? Or did he just lose and it? He, right now, he
0: is in New Japan. He's doing more shows in New Japan Strong. So. Oh, so That's this guy enough. only
1: watched one one show. Okay, <laughs> so this guy's this guy's a casual.
2: <laughs> guy. He
0: the- had no idea where
1: he had no idea Lance was in Japan, like holding titles and in, in big matches. That's cool. <laughs> I understand. There's a lot of content out there. You can't get to all of it. But that answers that question. Faction, we gotta have you to show, have you debate with Chris. (laughs) I love educating people. Some people need to know, and they don't have to Google it. They just come to us for their information, and I appreciate
2: that. (laughs) We appreciate faction, but yeah. But but this, this is a bad, Jesus, Bollywood boys. Oh man. And then he he quotes
1: MJF because that's the only show he watches.
2: It's a hyped up indeed. Oh no, that faction. You and I have debate. That we'll have to debate, but we'll debate that later. But I don't want to rail too much. Just go ahead and bring it down for this matchup, brother. <laughs> Jesus, fun. I'm more interested in the
0: matchup with Chris <laughs> and
1: Cast. I mean, <laughs> he knows I love him for her or they them. I've no idea.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, this matchup was cool. Like, surprised to see the Bollywood boys on TV. I thought that was awesome. You know, they didn't get up. hyped, they did not get a hype they package. Didn't get hyped.
1: I have- I didn't know they were showing up until, like, Excalibur said it. I was like, what, what? Yeah, And then I was like, the same? The same? There can't be two sets of Bollywood Boys. There's only one. And why is it just the Blade? Why is the Butcher in a separate match on the same night? That, to me, didn't make sense. But go ahead.
0: Yeah, I mean, to be honest, it, it could have just been the Acclaim versus the Bollywood Boys. I don't know why you had to put the Blade randomly with them because that looked like, you know, a weird, weird match up here. This, 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 this was not a part of the whole – Tag team Mitch match tournament, whatever the fuck they're calling it, right? So I don't know why you needed to have um what's his name? The blade a part of the Bo- bollywood boys, but good matchup. Cool to see yeah, that man. the game is still highly over. Even though it looked like the acclaimed almost lost the crowd with the rap. Because when they mentioned the Canadian wildfires,
1: yeah, that was
0: really that was not babyface like that, that
1: was that was definitely like I mean, are are people dying or getting injured from this thing? That would be really. The Canadian wildfires has been insane. It, well, I, know, I know you you can see it. Yeah. Would, if Delorean went outside right now he could see them. Pretty much so. like you showed me that photo. You took a picture or a video of your skyline of the of the island, and you could see it's it. But up. I mean, it's 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 it's, it's, it's a um, uh, national emergency for sure. Like it's not gravy up there. Or
0: so, for- uh, yeah, it wasn't the most baby face like thing to do to go in there and rap about it but
2: yeah <laughs> I, I, I
0: agree with that I'm with you that know, but go ahead here, continue. he yeah, almost mood. lost the crowd but nonetheless it was a cool match I guess yeah it
1: was alright it, it didn't move anybody anywhere it just debuted the Dollywood boys those are your thoughts director anything any other um, mm-hmm. I, I like that Billy Gunn said suck it to Cameron oh Tristan. that's right yes her name is Yes. <laughs> <She's- laughs> She's 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 very uh, XPW uh, if you get the reference for
2: sure.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. Reminds me of Veronica Kane. Maybe because of the blind reveal tournament. Yeah, no, I think that exactly faction because of that. That's what they've been mixing a lot of these tag teams because of the whole tournament. But this 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 matchup was not a part of that. Wasn't a part of it. Well, 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 remember his partner was part of that tournament. That's why. Oh, that
0: doesn't mean that you have to throw the blade in a random six man. Yeah. Well,
2: exactly. I, I mean, who else we would have thrown? That's the biggest question.
0: You didn't have to put daddy ass in the match. It could have been the acclaim versus the Bollywood boys.
2: Eh, eh,
0: good point. I mean, I yeah. that could have been, yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I'm just saying, you know. I mean,
2: I'm talking about freeway, but I mean, no, you're right. I'm not saying you're wrong. You're absolutely right. Yeah, so, so does that mean the Bollywood boys are a
1: part of whatever faction the Blade is a part of? <laughs> this is a, well, we yeah. a one time thing for them. I mean, the they
0: Blade's were on like like, the
2: town. i think. Or, or, probably never yeah. see them again on AW. No, I don't think so. But, but they are the five tag team champions, I'll tell you that. So here in the West Coast, and of course, it's, so they are the five. The one topic that I've been dying to talk about because this man predicted it, The Nostradamus, the professional right to the bottom right here, the last time we were on, this man called Juggle Boy. He's going to turn heel. He's going to go fucking He's going to go heel as hell. But we did not expect him to look like this man, like the Stats 70 shows, right below, right next, next to the right there, you can see. But did not expect that. But now we finally got it. We heard already, you know, the segment he gave. Oh, you know, I have a, you know, great. You, know, I'm not gonna say it, but, you know, but he said it because Adam J was okay with it. I yeah, that was a
1: that was a brutal line that you definitely have to get cleared. Yeah, he got it cleared Probably, but, uh, <laughs> from the Queen Slayer for sure. But man,
2: I mean, I'm Nostradamus. <laughs> Go ahead. You predicted this. What are your thoughts? Are you, are you happy that? You I like Hook
1: and the Jungle Boy, the heel thing, it comes off as, it's it's a little trite. It's a little forced. It's a little try hard. It's kind of like when Christian first turned on him, you were like, okay, he's just saying all the things to exactly become a heel. Um, I'm entertained by it, I guess, but that's probably because Hook's involved. Um, so it's like now Jungle Boy is now an edge lord, um, which is kind of how you get, you have to do that now because everyone else is out edging you. You know, MJF did it. And now, so Christian had to outdo him. And now Jungle Boy has to outdo him. So now it just becomes a matter of like, what's Jungle Boy going to say next to top the heat he got last week while we wait for this keg to explode when Hook finally gets a hold of him? Um, I'm entertained by it, and I I just I, – that's pretty much how I feel about it. I can't wait to see how the, the match itself. That's pretty much it.
2: Mm. De Niro, are you excited for this heel turn of Jungle Boy Jack Perry, his new look, and his persona with a hook, and will this actually benefit the hook too? That's the question.
0: I mean, I am, but I feel like they have to stop calling him Jungle Boy. It doesn't fit so – you know, just call him Jack Perry now. I don't know what you want to call him. You, 90210 Jack Perry? I, like, yeah, <laughs> Don't call him Jungle Boy. Blackjack? Yeah, right? Because that, that doesn't fit the new persona, you know I mean? You don't see fucking Tarzan saying he's, you know, banging bitches, but whatever. I feel like it could work. I mean, he definitely needed something different. So him and Hook are going to be a good matchup. And I feel like, you know, you got two young wrestlers who could use a big push. So why not? I'm I'm liking it so far. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm me too. I mean, the director called it.
2: why I'm like, okay, I want to see how this is going to go far with him. Uh, should he join the faction? I don't know. A bit too soon.
0: No, more factions. No more factions.
2: No no f- 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 the all factions. We're all, all, three faction we're, we're all ah. tired of these damn factions. No hook will be up to be three to four months, just like another AEW. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Faction. He likes it to pay for sure. We gotta have faction one day on the show. But man, um I get your point faction, but we have to wait to see how this is going. This is a start. It benefits both for me. I think it benefits both. It hypes up Hook, even though Hook does doesn't speak, but he just attacks good. But it hypes up more for Jack Perry because we get to see a healers mode. We get to see more of the heelish of him. And uh, you know how the newer mentioned yeah, that does not fit him, change the noise, just go to Jack Perry. Jack Perry 902.0. Mm-hmm. That's it. Play a theme song behind you, Victor. Right <laughs> That's oh, it. Because I, I can play that song on guitar, so I'm not yeah, I know you can, I know you can, but I mean, we'll see. Another segment that I am invested and intrigued and in to see where this is gonna go with is Tom Callis, of course, and the Gajote. The uh, the Tom Brady professional wrestling here. Jericho, the Gajote. I don't care what anybody said he is a Tom Brady professional wrestling, the cojote, damn it. Good crowd, you know Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Of course, shout out to Canada, of course. But and then uh, it just—they blew the shit. now. they didn't even allow Don Callis to speak too much on this. But Jesus, i, I really enjoyed this. It was, a, it was a good, good segment. Do we see the breakup of JS Jazz? Yes! I mean, not that Jazz, but the Jazz. <laughs> and, you know what I mean? But it's—it's a it's breakup over between Jazz and is Jericho going to join the Don Callis family? That's the biggest question here. And De Niro, I'm going to start it off with you. What are your thoughts on this segment? Where do you see Jazz going with this? Do you like this combo? Do we see uh, Don Callis, Ken Omega again 2.0, but this time with Chris Jericho? And I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to hear you, hear you out, brother. Break it down.
0: My opinion is no. No, no, no. None of this is going to happen. I feel like <laughs> Chris Jericho was showing he was, you know, he was giving a real babyface style promo, I think that he's teasing that he may join Don Callis, but I think that we'll see, you know, Chris Jericho turn babyface on this, go against Don Callis's family, and to be honest, I don't break up the JAS either. I think that the JAS is also organically getting over, and you make the JAS babyface as well. I think Daniel Garcia is highly over with the crowd, especially since he's been doing that little dance shit, right? You know, I think that um, 2.0 has always been a team that the crowd likes to, you know, they, they put on good matches. I feel like there's times where on the mic, the crowd really gets behind them because mm-hmm. of their personality. Sammy Guevara is definitely winning fans over. And ever since, you know, his baby face tweener turn when he was going against MJF leading up to double or nothing. So I think that, you know, it wouldn't be a bad thing to possibly turn the JAS baby face having feud with Don Callis's family. Because I'll say this right now. I hope that we get the end of Don Callis and the Blackpool versus the Elite come blood and guts. I hope that that's it. Finito. Finish that shit. Because too often do we see blood and guts, and then that's like a feud, like in the middle of the feud. That should be a feud ender. So hopefully after this, uh, to catch the Don Callis, maybe a few more members could go against the JAS, and that's it.
2: I like that. Good call. Good call. The director, Break it down, brother um
0: yeah i
1: don't know i don't think jericho's joining don Callis, but then also you have to question the longevity of jazz which may have run its course because they're not really doing anything new right now um and you haven't really seen like anna j coming out with them tay Mello is technically not really in jazz but hangs out with them a lot daddy magic and matt menard are doing other stuff that might be the same person Um, yeah, uh,
0: yeah, and uh, uh, Angela Parker,
1: obviously, we're waiting. People, the the fans want to cheer Daniel Garcia and they they will, whether they want, whether you you know they're supposed to or not. Um, and then Sammy, I think, obviously, is ready to explode as a face. Um, they just have to put him over the edge, but I think it's, I think the, the retribution from his whatever reason people don't like him, which I think obviously stems back from the Eddie Kingston issue. Uh, I think that's over. I think people are kind of like, they forgot about, they don't really care about that anymore, which is why they genuinely hated him to begin with. Mm. Jake Hager. Yeah. Jake Hager definitely jobbed out to, uh, Wardlow a couple weeks ago. And I just, dis- I agree with you that like former WWE world champion isn't really being utilized right now. So I definitely agree with that. Um, Daniel he was Garcia. also another guy
0: who was not hyped up on TV. He just appeared.
1: but Right, yeah. But, uh, so no pre-hype. Yeah. Daniel Garcia's best member of Jazz besides Jericho. I, I'd say him and Sammy are pretty close. Um, completely different styles of wrestling, though. So I would say Daniel Garcia is definitely a better technician, and Sammy definitely is a better flyer. I think they're equal in the both of those skill sets for sure. Um, Daniel Garcia doesn't really get mic time. Uh, Sammy gets card time, which is technically mic time. So mm-hmm. – Yeah, completely different styles of personality. Uh, Jericho going with Callis, maybe. Maybe. Jazz breaking up, probably. Uh, The thing with Blood and Guts is there's variables. I don't know where Takeshka lies. He's definitely on the team with Blackpool in this, I think. And then you have the Eddie Kingston Moxley situation, which sounds like Moxley is trying to turn Kingston back to being his friend which means he would have to come to the dark side, but I don't see him joining Blackpool because the criteria to be in Blackpool is you have to be a great wrestler and Kingston is a solid brawler with great mic skills. I wouldn't consider him qualified to be the skill set that Blackpool would be looking for. So maybe Mox is out of Blackpool. Takeshka's in. Don stays. That might be the move. And then you have Takeshka versus Jericho. With face jet, that would be great. Rainmaker versus Takeshko would be a great match. Um, a lot of variables, but I, I think they're starting to move pieces around and disintegrate factions and good because
2: all factions elite still exists. Mm, that's right. I for me, I don't know where this is going with this. I don't see jazz it's a lot of
1: fucking moving pieces. Like you want you move one piece and everything else kind of shifts.
2: Uh, yeah, that's where I'm at too. Because I don't know exactly where the, what direction is going with this. I don't know if this is direction which will get into the main event for the blood and guts. Maybe so. I don't know exactly what's the details of it right now. That Brian Danielson is out because of the broken arm from Forbidden Door. Uh, so this is kind of like okay, you have, so you have Wheeler, you have Moxley, you have you, uh,
0: Claudio. So you,
2: I mean, it, it's really five people, right? In, in,
0: five on five. Yeah. So, five you on got, five. You so you got, Mox, uh, Claudio, Wheeler. Cash the and then you need one more. I think I know who it's going to be. but I, We're going to get to that.
2: <laughs> but I'm thinking about it. It could be this man, the last number. Who knows? We don't know yet. Maybe so. But this could be the case. Oh, God. I, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll say it right now, but I won't say until we get to the main event. But I'll say this is plan B. I can tell you that. That I can tell you. This will be plan B. If plan A doesn't go correctly, the deal doesn't happen, this is plan B. Which is it makes sense why this segment happened. So that's where I'm at overlooking. So we'll, like I said, we're gonna get we're gonna get to that. But man, let got it look get on it. Ah, uh, another tag team eliminator you know, blind tournament. We had MCO, baby. And of course uh, MJF, which I don't wanna mention this segment, but good segments they've been having though. That's not the last two. That's hilarious. Oh, that's No fans Like, you know, I was fat too, all right. So letting you guys know people are listening and watching, I was fat too. Okay. Them saying about oh, it looked like Tony Shivani, and they just want to start laughing. That's hilarious. All these guys. It, it's a good segment. I know we know we seen it before with MJF. This match was great. Seen him against Daddy magic. Oh, you know what? Get my nipples hot, baby. Was this match? It's got me, remember hard. But the butcher, you know, butcher looks in great shape. Shout out to Butcher, you know, getting their shit. Good matchup. Enjoyed it. Uh, than the birthday, of course, we did it to the birthday. Go listen to Every yeah. Time I
1: Die. Rest in peace, that band. Go listen to that band. Brooklyn, Buffalo Hardcore.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, just go listen to Every Time I Die. If you, if you don't, you're wrong. Mm-hmm.
1: Guy doesn't man, get in the
2: credit. Really enjoyed this. Uh, it was a good matchup. It really, it was a good tag team matchup. Of course, the winner, of course, is MJ. I'm cold. We got the celebration after with a birthday and, you know, smash this cake. So we... You know, we're getting that direction. How did you know? Didn't mention about this feud between these two, so but
0: yeah, take it away. did what are your thoughts of this uh tag team matchup and the aftermath of it. The matchup was okay, I think. The aftermath is what was like the best part about this. I think that um, Cole and MJF are really showing chemistry with each other, which I didn't see on the first time that they were on the mic against each other. They had that great um, what was it, 30 minute time limit matchup? Yeah, yeah great 30-minute time limit match, you know, and then all of a sudden they're teamed up with each other. And I got to say, like, I'm liking it. Like, they have chemistry with each other. Like I said earlier in the show, I could see, like, you know, the same chemistry that Kevin Owens had with Chris Jericho. I could see that with MJF and Adam Cole. So I think if it organically gets over, then just keep on rolling with it. Hmm,
1: definitely. Director. Yeah, I – I'm entertained by the MJF-Adam Cole thing. It's funny. It's Yeah, it's absolutely pure good. To me, it's good TV. It's good dynamics. It's um, the underlying storyline that Adam Cole is going to get his rematch, but no one's talking about it. And MJF, I think, is doing his, like... I I think it's one of those, like, keep your enemies close, but pretend he's your friend type of things. Uh, I think we're all waiting for the other shoe to drop. You know, like, obviously, I don't think Adam Cole is going to truly believe that he's now besties with mjf or the moment he does believe it that's when the devil reveals himself Uh, i that's definitely the storyline i'm picking up um and i I can't i'm gonna enjoy the ride until that happens for sure definitely and the vignettes are funny i like roddy having to remind adam cole like hey man you still know that's mjf he's like no dude i got this it's cool he's yeah no i know and then you see him like you know fucking buddy budding with him yeah it's it's there's a lot of room for good writing and so far they're not letting me down with it
2: yeah definitely they're not letting us down and it's like it's because we know, like we're all heading into those directions head into blood and guts and all in and then all out so this it it builds up i know a lot of people are not you some are not invested in it but i feel that excuse me that it's it's getting towards there and we're gonna get to especially you know with this feud between you know between the storyline of adam cole and mgf i'm glad that adam cole is getting that momentum and Got to see that it for him again, and not in a bad position or mid card level. This is not bad for him at all, and it actually benefits both of them. Benefits MGF as well because he's the is- clothesline, <laughs> <laughs> Get the clothesline, <laughs> Get the clothesline. <laughs> oh well, I know Adam Cole wanted the clothesline these women's, but too bad he couldn't. But the outcast. That's right, Doctor Big Breaker BMD versus Roby Soho in the Owen Hart uh, Tournament semi quarterfinal. Fortunately, she. Did lose because of Outcast? The cost of that matchup, of course, they held down uh, Ruby Soho's hand outside of the mm-hmm. ring. You count, one, two, three. But a good matchup. It was like, well, one thing I wanted to see, I don't know if you guys paid attention to it, but the crowd was not really much invested <laughs> in this matchup. Bless you. Bless you. And Bless you. I don't see that. They were really invested in this matchup. Uh, I don't know what happened, but, if, and I don't know what's going on here with this Owen 100 tournament either. Like I said, I don't know what direction you're going with it. Too bad that Ruby uh, uh, well Ruby Soho lost. I mean I'm sorry, uh Breaker lost, but now Ruby advanced. Now she'll face Sky Blue. We saw Sky Blue coming out. You, you facing me in the semifinals, so we'll see how that occurs. But it was you know, I, it, was, it was solid. I actually enjoyed it. It wasn't bad at all. It really made it through Ruby Soho heel mode to go up higher, especially with the in, you know involvement of the outcast. So I really enjoyed it. So De Niro, break it down. What we'll are get to talk about this.
0: I think that I like that they played the story with – um, this was the main event – well, not the main event. This was the finals of the Owen Hart tournament last year for the women, and Britt Baker won. And then, you know, this year, Ruby Soho got her revenge beating Britt Baker. Ruby Soho was, of course, with a different, you know, attitude and now with backup where, if you remember, the Owen Hart tournament last year, Britt Baker had Rebel or Reba. Uh, she had Jamie Hayter. <laughs> <laughs> so, you <like, laughs> We had like a full, you know, it went full circle. Now Where has she been?
1: Good point. Fac- F- Faction hasn't brought this up yet. But, yeah, she. I mean, as far as like off TV, where has she been?
0: True.
1: I just realized she hasn't been around since like the beginning of this entire angle. Yeah. Good point.
0: Though. I
1: mean, if it's an injury, cool. They didn't talk about it.
0: I... She wasn't hyped. <laughs> she wasn't hyped. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, but, yeah, I like that the matchup was good. The crowd was kind of quiet. Boy, well, I'm glad that they picked it up for the main event.
2: Oh, indeed. Director. Okay.
1: That was fine. Uh, uh, did, did Britt Baker win it last year? Was it her yep. and Adam Cole both won it? Yep. Yes. Okay, cool. So I'm pulling her losing. That's fine. Pass the torch. Here's what I want to talk about. And this is not a conspiracy. This is a fact. There are... So many subliminal Seinfeld references on AEW that nobody picks up, but the diehard is like me. One time daddy magic came out. He had that eight ball jacket, which is the same jacket that David putty from Seinfeld war and Excalibur said, Oh, daddy magic coming out with the David putty jacket. I understood the reference. There was some other reference they had made at some point um, that only I picked up on. I had, a, I, I don't remember exactly what it was, but I know it was made tonight or this night. There was another Seinfeld reference by the crowd. And it took me a second to understand. I'm like, there's no way they're chanting what I think they're chanting. They were chanting she's an anti-dentite, which is a reference to the Tim Watley episode where Jerry made the joke, what do you call a doctor who fails med school, a dentist? And then, so the whole joke on Seinfeld was that Jerry, you're an anti-dentite. So Ruby Soho beating up a dentist. They were chanting, she's an anti-dentite. I fucking love that. That is so wild that there's these weird Seinfeld references all over Dynamites. Yeah. Um, and that's what caught my attention about this match, which says a lot about the match. Uh, I love that Ruby was trying to go for the lockjaw. That was kind of cool. But then it got countered into like the lockjaw and there was a reversal. Then the finish, whatever. Um Moving forward makes sense. Britt's gonna be fine on this loss. She doesn't need to win the tournament twice in a row. Uh, I have no idea who is gonna win it, but uh, yeah, that was the story for me right there. Was the Seinfeld jokes? What
2: what's going on, brother? Appreciate you tuning in, brother. Appreciate you. Yeah, I mean, okay. that's it. We'll Seinfeld see how they- <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I mean, with this tournament, like I said, it's just that there's too many tournaments. We have this. You have the tag team one, and then you have the men's one too but it's just like the men, I guess you know. You guys mentioned it's entertaining, but then it gets is an investment. Not really with the, the tech team. Yeah, these somewhat. Yeah, but there's too predictable. But this one wasn't predictable because I thought it would have been um, Britt to win, but didn't expect Ruby. So I guess they're going a different direction. Which I see that. Thank you know, love that. Thank you so much. Appreciate, Appreciate you, that. man. Yes, thank you so much, man. And uh, but, man. Definitely. I mean, we just have to see how we're you know, where they're going where they going with this only hard tournament to see. And are they gonna they're gonna save it out for for all out, I'm assuming. I mean, yeah, all out they're gonna save it for it, which is a long time from now though. So that's why I'm trying to like understand like why so quick with this tournament and then hold the finals until that time. That's where I'm just like confused of their, of where's Tony Khan going with. This? That's where I'm at, you know. So that's the only, you know, the thing that is you know, I guess no I see. Brittany Ruby made perfect sense. I like the ending of the match Ruby, with Ruby getting revenge. Yeah, I agree with you. No, I do agree with you on that. You know, I'm with you on that. If that makes sense. Which I didn't totally forgot about that. That was the last year's tournament they had, and you know, the revenge as well. And yeah, I think the finals and they were. Are, they were
0: the opposites last uh, year. Britt was in. the heel. Ruby was the face.
2: So, if in faction, if, if it is going to be all in, then okay,
0: then yeah, that's still a long time because that's only a week before all out. So,
2: yeah. Yeah. That is very true. You're absolutely right on that. All right, main event time. We're gonna get into it. That's right. Kenny, oh my God, Kenny Omega versus Yuda Wheeler, and this match was great. I really enjoyed it. Um, shout out to Wheeler, uh, Yuta, because I know he got hurt. Uh, he got hurt during the match. I don't know what spot because if so I didn't watch the you know North American mm-hmm. version, yeah, I watched the North American version. You had, the had, had
1: like two minutes overtime.
2: Yeah, and yeah. so. He was outside of the ring and there were the the doctor was attending him. Looks like he got injured because like he got hurt. I think Ruby
1: so, I, got injured, right? He's bringing up another hype and then left TV. Was she injured too? Her shoulder I, or some shit? Yeah, her shoulder too. A broken yeah. nose. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense.
2: Yeah. See, yeah. I wouldn't want someone to work hurt like that. Mm-hmm. So I mean it was uh it was a good matchup, enjoyed it. Of course, we did see the aftermath, of course, what happened. And well, Dark Order is going. Heal again? I hope so. Don't fucking oh, look. I'm gonna say the right. Tony Khan, don't do this bullshit. Do not do this. Do not have Dark Order join BCC. No, 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 no. I definitely not. I think a thing. He better not do that shit. Or even fucking have him join the Don Caddis family. No, let Dark Order be themselves and have him recruit people to be fucking heels. I'm fine with that. Let them rebuild themselves again, because they've been doing. They were doing good in Ring of Honor. It's a trio. They were faces. Now they're back on on, Dynam- on Dynamite, and now they're he- you know heading direction of the face. He- heels. Excuse me. I don't mind that. I don't care. I just don't want them to, t- to join fucking BCC or Don Caffery. No, they need to be by them. Them three rebuild them. Start order good. again. That's what I want to see. But this match was great. I really enjoyed it. Let's see Kenny Omega. The crowd was insane. Of course, hometown and. Man, I enjoyed it. But
0: the Niro, break it down, brother. What were your we thoughts of the main event? I, I enjoyed this. Willie Yuta definitely stepped up. So I, I I got a little mixed up. I almost called him Yuta Wheeler because I saw it on the bottom there like that. <laughs> Willie Uda oh. definitely stepped up, right? And I think that he, um, he could hang in the main event. But Kenny Omega, it was good to see him back, especially after taking that nasty, nasty bump at Forbidden Door against uh, Will Ospreay. Really good matchup. Will or Yuta definitely, like I said, could hang. But this matchup was Kenny Omega's match to win. And, yeah, I mean, we didn't get to see the aftermath with uh, Dark Order because on my stream, as soon as Dark Order hit the ring, like, the show went off the air. But, yeah, I mean, I don't think that they're going to be joining any other group. I think Dark Order is just going to be doing their own thing, but as a heel maybe, which I'm fine with. But, yeah, I mean, going into Blood and Guts – there's a lot of intrigue on who's these mystery opponents. There was a post-show uh, promo by Kenny Omega who was alluding to the mystery opponent on the Elite side. I don't know if you want to get into that right now, or do you want to wait? And- yeah, see. Well, well, wait. Up. You know what? Well, wait, we'll we'll wait because we
2: got to get directors pointed at the main event, and then you get into that for sure. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, go ahead, director. Oh, yeah. Uh, that little shit. We
1: you to- every, time <laughs> every, time B- every time BCC loses, it's him. It's this fucking guy. Swap him out for Daniel Garcia. That was the right move a long time ago. Um, yeah, uh, dude, this match was really good. Uh, I Actually, I, I uh, at one moment thought that Wheeler was – I was like, there's no fucking way. They're not. This is not action on Jody versus Jericho. They're not giving Wheeler this win. And for point two nine 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 seconds, I thought they did. <laughs> that was good job to the ref. Good job to everyone involved on whatever that three count was. I forget what that, the, the sequence was. Uh, But it was fucking – it was when, like, Blackpool came down and it was, like, an interference and then finisher after finisher. I was like, oh, shit, they're giving a protected loss to Kenny. Holy shit. Um, I'm glad they didn't, though. Um, I don't think Kenny's ever really lost on a Dynamite in singles competition, at least, that I can think of, that I can think of. Um, Keep it that way. Yeah, good match. Uh, Dark Order coming out at the end because of the Hangman Page situation. I don't know. If you want to talk about all-time disappointments in AEW, because I'm not exactly a bootlicker, I am disappointed by a lot of decisions. It will be Dark Order. Uh, they could have been where Black – the House of Black wants to be, is, sort of. That was the original. I mean, now it's a comedy gimmick. It's just – it's you have, like, five naked Midians running around. That's pretty much what Dark Order has become. Mm-hmm. And uh, not not the – not the faction I wanted it to be. It did have hype. I love the Join the Dark Order vignettes. I love those weird Scientology style videos they had coming out. Uh, I love the Queen Slayer going in there. I think she should have been the Exalted One. Not that Brody Lee, Brody King, Brody, Brody Lee, yeah, Brody yeah. Lee. Not that he should not have been, but she should have replaced him after you know his unfortunate you know demise. Um, and they should have just been evil as all hell. They should have just been just like just. Drop the purple, you know, I can't take purple seriously as a heel color. That's kind of why I'm not, like, S in the D of Judgment Day right now, because, like, you can't have colors and then be, like, super evil, if that makes any sense, you know? Like, House of Black's doing it right, but you just can't be like, oh, we're evil, but we also like fashion. So that's kind of what Dark Order is to me right now. It's like the Hot Topic bad guys.
2: Mm, okay. Uh, as far as
1: the what happened with the Kenny post promo, I didn't see that part. Uh, I don't know who he alluded to, and I can't wait to hear what De Niro thinks. If he can drop some hints or tell me what Kenny said, I can maybe guess. But, uh, yeah, good. Wheeler does not suck as a wrestler. I do not mind him. He is fantastic. He gets better every day, but, like, just I don't like looking at
2: him. Look at him. Just, just weird,
1: <laughs> weird, weird little What's shit. What's little with
2: Wheeler you know, man?
1: I don't know, man. Just weird. It really gets it's no love. It's like I never understood why Vince hated a Christian, but now I do
2: oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh well
1: yeah
0: go ahead we'll break it down we'll-
1: yeah tell me tell me about this kenny promo because i know he likes to get on the mic after tv goes off air and you know kind of like talk from the heart so
0: well yeah i mean he basically was just talking about how when he took a couple weeks off after um double or nothing he didn't go back home he didn't go to canada he went to japan for a friend that's really near and dear to his heart and someone who's going to Are stand in the golden lovers. Is it golden lovers? It's alluding to the golden lovers and Kota Ibushi coming in. So cool. yeah. there you go. Yeah. with that hundred percent. So yeah. Kota Ibushi looks like he could be the fifth member on the elite team for blood and guts. Mm-hmm. Now the, I think that they're trying to get you to think that Chris Jericho will be the fifth man on the Black Bull Combat Club side because Don Callis is associated with them. You got uh Takesh to associated with them. I personally think you know it's going to be a guy who is backstage the last couple of weeks in AEW. I guess he's you know working on contracts and contract negotiations, but I think it's gonna be Chris Hero, right? And I'm gonna explain why. Chris Hero, who what? Chris Hero who said he's back in professional wrestling, he said he's making his return this year was a part of, you know, AW Collision and has been backstage the last couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Chris Hero, who, if you want to talk about the original concept of the Blackpool Combat Club, guys who trained with William Regal.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Chris Hero's a guy who took his career and went to England to train with William Regal. Chris Hero's a guy who was under William Regal's tutelage for many years. And then he goes to FCW and Cassio was a guy who had a feud with. Uh, oh, no. Cassio Zono had a feud with William Regal. Because William Regal chose him as the chosen one of FCW and then the early days of NXT. So right. if anybody would fit with the Blackpool Combat Club, it would be Chris Hero. Also, you got Claudio in the Blackpool Combat Club. And we know Chris Hero and Claudio, former tag team champions in Ring of Honor with the uh, Kings of Wrestling. So I think it's going to be Chris. I don't know what you guys think, but I think that's the way they go.
2: Is it you, Chris? Really? You? No, I'd be crazy. I
0: love it.
1: I think it's Chris Kennedy. It, that will be fucking cyberspace return. Um <laughs> so it, it, it's 5 on 5. The five okay, so everybody we know of on the elite side is Young Bucks, Kenny Page,
0: not Eddie Kingston. Kingston's in Japan. He's oh, doing he's in Japan. he won for the next like 3
1: weeks. Right, he just he just won that belt. So he's definitely okay, so so he's not. I for some reason I thought he was going to be on the elite side. So no, yeah, that's saying. Okay. So then on Blackpool side we have Obviously, the black and not Takeshka?
0: No, Takeshta is a part of it. Brian Danielson's injured, so he's not going to be a part of it. There we go. Okay, that's cool. Makes so sense. So it's uh, Wheeler, Claudio, Mox, and Takeshta. Cool. All
1: right. Well, uh, what's what's uh Brianson's injury? Is it
0: in his, broke his match arm. Uh, with Okada? He broke his forearm. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's going to be out for
1: broke his forearm, like fractured.
0: Yeah, they they said that the x ray was disgusting I, let me see if i can pull up the picture of the x ray yeah insane. i mean, uh, be well, sir because i broke my four i've broken i had a compound fracture which uh is <laughs> both.
1: i fell off you remember those hoverboards i fell it off one of them bro that was like that. So i was on a weird they have the, like a new playground at school you know it's like a it's like a zipline but it's attached to a metal pole. yeah yeah it's like a bar yeah 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 so i some fucking bigger kids pushed me off of that and pushed me so hard that when i got to the end of it i flew off and hit the support beam Oh god, yeah, I was like nine years old screaming bloody murder. Man, my arm was literally
2: floppity floppity floppity.
0: I think I can get the x-ray. Hold up.
2: He he broke this this side of the arm, like right here. He broke this one, Chris. Like you know, this this forearm, he broke. So it, it's not fully, it's like a fracture, but it's broken. Oh wait. Yeah. Oh, is that
1: it right there? Yeah, no, oh, that's from yeah. WWE. He's broken yeah. that before. He's broken that before, at least yeah. that. Not all the same arm. Well,
2: well, good thing it wasn't uh it wasn't his neck. So there you go. See. Yeah. Oh no, that's the one. Oh, so
1: that is okay. See the highlight that says WWE. That made me think that was an older injury.
0: No, nah, like, this okay. was um Bree just put this up because he was talking about him breaking his arm against uh let me see what the Yeah, I said so WWE star. See if you click the article. Right, right,
1: right, right, right. So the, that so that that X-ray, if you look at it, mine was both of those bones. Oh, oh yeah. So yeah, oh. but I was also nine, so like whatever. That sucks,
2: though. That's gonna be he's gonna be out like probably four this eight months. I, it's a neuro Jesus
0: got me not thinking that could be fucking Chris Hero now. Jesus. Well, if you remember, I don't know if you saw the article, right? The um the first collision, right? Chris Hero was backstage, and the rumor was he was negotiating for a contract. Then he goes on Twitter and says that. He's back in professional wrestling, and he's stepping back into the ring because he took a year off. So, I mean, why not? Why not? And he fits with the BCC perfectly. That's a guy who was under the tutelage of, of William Regal. He's been in teams and feuded with Claudio Mox and Brian Danielson. He even had a match with Wheeler Utah. You can even look it up. He had a match with Wheeler Utah. I think it was AIW or AAW in Chicago when Wheeler Yuta was still uh, – Jimmy Yuda, Jimmy Yuda versus Jimmy, Chris. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. I remember that's right. Jesus man,
2: now you fu- got me thinking of maybe that could be plan C, but who because of the fact because like I said, BCC. plan a- BCC. B-, B C B- mm. C exactly aha BC. I love that. That could be the case. The fact because you know Kodobushi, he's a free agent, he's not with well, new Japan any longer, he's not a free agent. So right now, 20 con. Is trying to make it happen with bringing this man in. And I know Kenny is trying to make it happen. So, Tony Khan, I know you're trying to. And knowing Tony Khan, if he does sign Cody Ibushi, let's that a fucking
1: motorcycle.
2: go. That way, be you know, huge signing. it will be a huge signing for yeah. sure. And and Kenny Omega, that's his friend. So, that's you're going to have the Golden Elite pretty much. It'll be all six of them there. Unless he separates from the Elite and just have Adam Hangman Page in the books them separately and then having, you know, just uh, Kenny Omega and Nakota Bushi, who knows? We don't know what direction it went with that. If it does happen, he could be maybe the guy that could be joining, uh, for me, you know, combat club, because, you know, with Brian out, he could try to use, Don Callis will find a way to get this man to be like, no, Kenny doesn't care about you, blah, blah, this could be the case, could have him. But I do like that you mentioned Chris Hero, because you mentioned everything in the history with him and Claudio, everything in Ring of Honor, especially, that makes a lot more sense too. I wouldn't mind that either because Chris Hero was their director, and I talked about it a lot uh, two weeks ago. We talked about that Chris Hero was a producer backstage and a coach because now Coca is no longer a coach for Dynamite or Collision. He's now – No, Coke just
0: to- got signed as a full-time producer for Dynamite.
2: Yeah, that's the only thing he's now is. So he's no longer a coach. So – but I don't know if he's a, able to be there in person or be by, by computer. I don't know because of the whole scene Punk thing. But I don't know. It's It's – that's a good question. You know what, man? Now you got me thinking. Now, Jesus, man, this is a good clip to put for sure. I like that. Right. Direct- if, if it
0: happens. You know, I'm going to blast this clip all over social.
1: <laughs> you are like, I called it. We're, we're all, all. We're all, all going to become Nostradamus, man. Like, just exactly.
0: There. The hey, Nostradamus
1: yeah, yeah. trio. That's what you have for sure. Director, do you feel the same? You, uh, quote, I don't know you're. I I, I, I've been waiting for Coda to come back to America for a while. The guy can wrestle any way he wants to. We've seen him in CCW doing, like, backflips out of fireworks onto diesels. We've seen him do technical wrestling, tag team wrestling with Kenny Omega. The guy can work any style he wants to. He can fly. He's strong, hardcore, and this match is going to be perfect for him. So I would love to see this. I would love to see – I mean, the hug – When he comes out to Kenny, like we know that there it's gonna be, it's gonna be romantic. There's no
2: way, there's no other way to put it. (laughs) It is gonna be romantic, so that's for sure.
0: (laughs) The guy that the WWE wanted to sign so badly when he was at the uh Cruiserweight Classic, Hmm. you guys remember the Cruiserweight Classic? Cody was going to be the winner of the whole thing, but WWE couldn't get him, you know, to sign a contract. They wanted, I mean, they did the Kenny thing, they wanted like full control over him, and he's like, how about now? Yeah. Yeah, well, he didn't a, want him to be a full time member. He wants to travel around and be, you know, the journeyman in wrestling. So, which is exactly. I mean, he's probably one of the best to ever do that. Yeah, I agree.
2: Um, and well, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, we'll we'll see. We'll, you know, we'll find out once we get there. So that's going to be interesting to see uh, if how far we're going to get with uh, Korobushi on if he shows up or not. That's the biggest question of all time. Last topic of the night to end the sh- end the show here on a Saturday night. Of course, later on today you do have, of course, AEW Collision. Of course, we're gonna do a, just overall. We're not gonna you know give everybody's thoughts on this. We got of course, a, uh, in in the women's Owen Hearts Tournament, uh, Athena versus Willow Nightingale. You have also in the men's Owen Hearts Tournament, Ricky Stark for the Power Power Hops Hops. You have of course in the Tag team eliminator, of course, that is Bullet Club Gold, Rob Ru- Juice Robinson, Rock Hard, baby, and of course, Jay White versus FTR. So, if they win, they get a tag team title shot. And of course, the main event, we already know who's the main event. Of course, I- I'm not Jim Cornette, but the way how he sings, Under Streaming, it's CM Punk. Yes, it's CM Punk versus Samoa Joe in the Oda Hart Tournament Semifinal. That is happening later today on the AEW Collision. And by the way, Collision has been doing okay. The first two ones were doing with viewership. Everything was great. Of course, the last one, there were 500, according to everything else. Not just in, not Seltzer, but there's other people that actually the resources they're but to find that the viewership was uh, legit. Um, so 500, so it's kind of like in between. It's getting there. But in the crowd, you could tell the last one was not really much into it. I could tell. Uh, if you guys watched it, it wasn't that much. But uh, this is a, a preview for it, so let's talk about it so we can end the show here. So I'll start out with you, De Niro. What are your thoughts of uh, Abe was Collision's car tonight today? Well, it's tonight because he's from center Time. But
0: what are your thoughts? And who do you got, Joe Punk?
2: <laughs> who do you got?
0: So, you know, Collision, I feel like, The last three episodes, whether the crowd was into it or not, I feel like Collision is better than Dynamite. Collision is such an awesome show. I'm having so much fun with that show. And this card looks as stacked as any other show that they put out in the last couple weeks. So this is going to be a super great show. Main event, CM Punk versus Samoa Joe is a matchup that I am very excited for. Definitely looking forward to it because, you know, I remember the first time I ever heard the words Ring of Honor – was in a PWI magazine talking about the match of the year being CM Punk versus Samoa Joe. Mm -hmm. I remember going out and actively looking for that matchup, buying the DVDs of the shows, and now there's even a DVD box set. I have a DVD box set of Samoa Joe versus CM Punk where they had all three of their matches. It was one of the greatest wrestling trilogies that nobody talks about. So everybody wants to talk about Flair Steamboat. Talk. They talk about Kenny Omega, (laughs) Okada. Go talk about CM Punk, Samoa Joe. The first two matches went to an hour draw. The second mm-hmm. match, Samoa Joe finally beat CM Punk. Amazing matchups. And they haven't touched since. So this is the first time that they are in the ring together, one-on-one since 2004. So I'm very, very excited for this. And I think that they probably won't give it to CM Punk, but just because the theme of CM Punk versus Joe was CM Punk can never topple Samoa Joe, I would love if Samoa Joe beat CM Punk.
2: Oh hell yeah, I I'm with you. I hope it does so that they can people. Cause like I said, I'm not invested in Punk yet because I'm, I had mentioned it the first time when we heard it. I'm not sold. You got him, Punk. I hope you lose, cause if you fucking win, you make it to the finals. It's too fucking obvious. If it was just for you. Sorry, right. it's too fucking obvious. I hope you lose, and I hope somebody. I hope Jay White causes this match for you, because I want to see you and Jay White feud. I hope he does. Good point. I hope it does happen, but man, I, I but I am excited though to see FTR, Jay White, and and Robinson because I want to see. It's it's kind of you know even though we've seen Jay White in six man's, eight man's, in New Japan, uh, even being New Japan Strong, I see them in tag teams. And personally, I see them live. But this is this is different. This is FTR. This is a whole different tag team. So this is something I'm invested in seeing how this is going to turn out to be. And it's going to be exciting to see uh, if, uh, if they win, because I'll be like, all right, they, they actually won. So I, I'm truly invested to see how this is going to go. Uh, Willow, she just recently lost the New Japan Women's Strong Championship to Ju- Julia, which, by the way, here at of the Bay, will have a New Japan show, which will be, I'll, I'll bring it up on Monday or Tuesday. So stay tuned for that, because I'll be doing, doing my predictions. For the G1 Classic, and I'll talk about that. What happened on Fourth July and the, the 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 event with with of course uh, Eddie Kingston winning the New Japan Strong Title, John Moxley you know versus Desperado, which is a hardcore match that was uh, insane. So I would really recommend to see it. Uh, but yeah, I'm um, I'm stoked to see this. I can't wait to see it today because we be besides this. I got we got UFC 290 to watch as well. So there's gonna be a lot of show for me to you know first to watch this Saturday evening. I'll tell you that. But yeah. I, and Ricky Starks and Hobbs play Power Hobbs say Power Hobbs. I think he, he needs to have it. I don't think we need to see Ricky Starks and see if CM Punk wins, it's gonna be Ricky Starks and CM Punk in the finals. If Joe wins, give me Joe and Per and, and Hobbs, two powerhouses going at it. Why in the hell not? Why give it a Joe? He's done for a lot for the company. That's just me. I'm just digressing. Director, what are you, are you excited? Are you what are you so
1: breaking um, down? Am I excited? Yeah, I like watching pro wrestling. Um, am I emotionally <laughs> invested in who wins this? Um, I guess it's not for a belt; it's just for a trophy. Maybe they do they get a title shot if they win this? Like, is or is it, or for is it just for the belt? That is a good question. Um, I, I do not. But know. I, I like the way you summed it up. Pretty much, whoever wins tonight is gonna make for that outcome in the finals. You know, if CM wins it, put him against Ricky. Uh, If Joe wins it, put him against Hobbs. Um, I don't know if I want to see CM versus Hobbs or Joe versus Ricky. You know, like, the better matches are the ones that he would lay out like that. CM can lose and still not be damaged. You know, people are going to love him for some reason, no matter what happens tonight. Um, So, yeah, that is definitely the storyline. And I'm curious, like, watching the show, when the match starts, how much time is left on tv when that match starts is going to kind of help to dictate how good the match is going to be because these dudes definitely need pay-per-view minutes to put on their best performance and if this shit starts 20 minutes before the hour then i'm just gonna be like ah fuck, we're getting a three <laughs> i knew it no this match has to start with a one hour time limit at the hour and then we're going to get the best possible outcome of this match um otherwise it will not be the best version of you know the storied history these guys have together in the ring. It, it, they've wrestled that many times—twice—and they're one and one. Or
0: no, they who Joe and Punk? Yeah, they wrestled. They wrestled like six or seven times. Three in Ring of Honor, and Samoa right. beat him every single time.
1: Okay, so yeah.
0: Uh, well, the first kinda... two for the first. My bad. The first two in the trilogy were one-hour draws. So they had an hour draw. They met again, had another hour draw, and then the next matchup was no time limit, and Joe won.
1: So they're Joe. Technically, one, one in no one in
0: two no contests. Yeah, but since um, Joe was the champion at the time, he would right. just retain the title.
1: Uh, yeah, can't see him finally get that one win back. Um, maybe I'd be fucking surprised if he can even get him up for they go to sleep. We'll see. We'll see what we'll I have to watch. Show starts in like eight hours, so.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We'll have to wait and see how that shit turns out to be. i um, for me, I'm just like. Uh, I, like I said, I just don't want Punk to damn win it, man. I just don't. I don't want it. No, 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 no. I want to
0: Punk win everything. Everything. Wait, <laughs> well, unless Tony, Tony,
2: unless Tony Khan fucking promised him the whole world. Like, yeah, I'm gonna give you the whole world. Yeah, we're going win it with this tournament. You gonna do it for Owen Hart? It, okay, this is, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna no problem this shit if it does happen. If Punk wins this, this tournament, don't be surprised to see Bret Hart introducing the fucking trophy. Because him and Bret Hart, of course, they had a little thing. And don't be surprised that you're going to see Bret Hart introducing him and Martha Hart, which I don't think is going to happen because him and Martha don't get along. They don't get along, yeah. Yeah, they don't get along, which that's something that you want to look for that yourself, ladies and gentlemen, because I can't give you details of that. That's a long story. But <laughs> but uh, if, let's say if Martha doesn't show up, which she should, because you know, obviously, of course, it's, uh, it's her husband. She has rights for it, and plus she owns every right for it. Unless she gives permission to Brett to show up, or unless Brett sends a video, maybe so. So, I mean, that could happen. That could be the case. But who knows? Who knows? Um, I, I – it could be a all-in, yeah. But we'll see. I, I, I'm excited to see it. I want to see where this goes, and so let's see how the crowd get invested. Or does in. it go to another draw,
0: and then they're both out of the tournament? Oh, but then that would technically mean that Ricky and Powerhouse was the finals, then. Yeah. Fuck <laughs>
1: okay. it. That would be hilarious.
0: So, if the final, it would be funny because the finals would probably be on before the semifinal matchup that cancels out that matchup. That means the matchup before that was the finals. Yeah. So, let's do it. <laughs> AW already makes things very confusing. So, might as well. Yeah.
2: Work. That sounds like something they would do. Oh, yeah. That's
0: Magic Excalibur explaining that.
2: God, I'm out of breath. I'm out of breath thinking about it. <laughs> oh man. But well, thank you very much for tuning in on this fantastic Saturday afternoon and Saturday, Saturday, yeah, Saturday morning. So afternoon for us, it's three o'clock already, 3:27 and Eastern Standard Time for all you guys who listen. Don't forget, you see right there below, below us, you can follow us on social media platforms. Let me remove this so you can see directors. And there you see the whole fuck. Kennedy, you can follow him there. That's where you can follow him. Right there is where you can follow the director. Follow him and follow, of course, Mike De Niro. Everybody, Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Listen to it at iHeartRadio. Do not forget. And also don't forget to follow Also, as well, FDS, Fake Destroyed. Check that out. The description will be right below. Because Any, up, any upcoming events for Fake Destroyed, director, coming up? Yeah, next. we're playing
1: Summit Fest in Ohio, September 18th, September 8th. And open up for Tilla at 1720, October 8th also. So a month later after that, two
2: months, yeah, month, something like that. Yeah, it's going to be good. I'm looking forward. I am looking forward. And just don't forget to follow us as well. Right below, the link tree below, Circle Debate, make sure. And we'll be back next week for sure. Show's coming here for COD because we're going to have the New Japan show. It's going to be back. We'll be talking, of course, New Japan. Of course, we're going to do a recap for UFC 290. And, of course, we're going to have uh, episode 1.7. Of course, recapping everything what happened out of mighty mind. And we're bringing it back. We need to bring it back because we haven't brought it back. And we're going to do it just for you guys because it's been demanding. Because they've been asking for it. Or we're going to bring I it mean. back. They've been asking me for it. Give what I want. Do what you want, and we'll do it. And we're going to do a differently. It's going to be top fives are coming back. Oh, shit. We're top fives. We're bringing that back again because people have been asking, what happened to the top five? What happened? Well, I mean, we took a little break of it. You know, we have so much to do. But now we got a lot more coming for you guys. We Make don't sure. have lives. We watch all the content. Sorry, Faction. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the chat, everybody, too, as well. Uh, you know, shout out to Faction Cash. Shout out to... Shout to Brian, Brian Cook, Dom, everybody who actually was on. And Noah, thank you so much for subscribing. Appreciate you very much. You haven't subscribed, subscribe below. Shout out to everybody, of course, to the audio platforms for listening to us. Thank you so much. Do not forget to if you listening to audio platform, listen to Fate Destroyed. They're on Spotify as well. Oh, yeah, and everywhere. Also, er, everywhere. And also, you can find everywhere. Mr. DeLorean himself, of course, he's a, a no Nostradamus number two because these two guys are Mike DeNiro listed at iHeartRadio. Make sure you do that. But, man, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you all for tuning in and for watching us here today. And we'll see you guys on the nice next one. But before we go, don't forget that here at Circle of the Fake Destroyed, Rest of the DeLorean podcast, all of us, we don't just only just rock hard with the music like this man. Like this man is director, director, Mr. Dos Namas. And not only just also giving, yeah, you know, the lords of Gotham, you can't just, not only just giving, taking us back in time with everything happening for WWE, Attitude Era, ACW especially, especially, and the current professional wrestling and I Radio, wrestling DeLorean. We all just don't do iHeart, Spotify, music, podcasting, and music. We fucking make history. Peace! Must be Juju. Goodbye. And good night. Oh my god, it's so great. Bay! Yes!